What's going on, everybody? Welcome and welcome back to Real Reality Realness with Cherie Laveau, the podcast where I, Cherie Laveau, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out. Today, we're going to be diving into the real reality of Real Housewives Insta. Megan from the Instagram account Real Housewives underscore Insta is joining me on the pod today to discuss all things Housewives Cinematic Universe, the super fandom, both of us being blocked by Lisa Renna. We're going to create an entirely new segment for the pod, and we're going to discuss all the nostalgia surrounding the HCU. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. love how are you doing i'm good how are you i am doing well thank you so much for taking my call i'm so happy to have you today thanks for having me anytime it is my pleasure listen i saw your um insignia on instagram and it immediately made me like your page i was like what is this person giving and then i saw all the memes and the posts and your and your Instagram is really fun. So I was like, I want to know what this person's mind processes housewives like. Oh, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Sweet. Because I just, you know, I, 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 I love to get the girls on the phone, girls, guys, them, they, all the people in between. And, you know, have these just random conversations about reality television and, like, how it inspires them to, like, make these, like, types of content, whether it be, like, Instagram pages, Twitter accounts, TikToks, podcasts, YouTube channels. There's so many types of people doing so many types of content now. Yeah. Even product lines. For sure. So it always makes me beg the question when I come across (laughs) these accounts on the internet, when did you fall in love with reality TV? Oh, goodness. Um, I don't even, couldn't even tell you how long it's been, but I've reality TV is like my number one. Like, it's just, it's my number one go-to show, no matter what kind of word it is. It's always like where I'm drawn to watch. And I don't even know what was like the first reality TV I kind of started at. Um, but I've grown, I started watching Bravo, I feel like it was before The Housewives. I started watching The Housewives at least, like, when it was, like, Tabitha Takeover and Kathy Griffin. Mm, yeah, the classic. Like, all the All the good ones. And then I feel like the first time I saw Housewives was Orange County, and that's kind of where it drew me. Um, Tamara was actually, like, my first favorite housewife, and she's kind of had me to start watching it more. So she's mm-hmm. kind of like guided my love for the housewife. <laughs> I absolutely love that. Now you just got married. I Congratulations did. again! Thank you. I'm Thank so you. happy for you. Thank you. Is your husband a housewife fan, or do yeah. you have to hog tie him and force him to watch it like the rest he, of us? I don't have to hog tie. He doesn't really like. Oh my god, I'm not watching that. But, like, I have noticed periodically, like, if I'm watching it, he'll kind of, like, stop looking at his phone and kind of, like, glance over the TV. But he'll also, <laughs> like, know, like, you know, if I tell him something, like, he'll kind of have an idea of, like, what I'm watching. Like, he's very familiar, like, with 
Atlanta like he's like a candy fan he actually was like oh candy's the biggest one and she's the one who's most talented out of all the housewives she's the only one that really has a name and I'm like oh my god here we go but I mean I love candy myself so I can't even like deny that like she he's obviously right but like he knows I kind of like the whole stuff with Erica because he watched like the documentary that was on Hulu with me and the whole there <laughs> hey love sorry about that i have no clue what happened but you know how, how it goes phones technology the matrix could be everything <laughs> we know how it goes oh. but yeah you were saying about how your husband is really tuned in with candy so so yes. so he'll get along with my husband very well yeah and he watched the erica jane documentary with you yes Yes, he did. And he's like, I'm always kind of like, well, how do you feel about this? And he'll be like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so when he does watch, how often do your opinions on the Housewives clash? Or does he not watch enough to form an opinion? Okay, I'm not sure what's going on there. I think it's my phone. Every time it kind of like goes idle, it like logs off. So I need to keep a better track on that. <laughs> I think somebody else might have mentioned that to me one time. So the, so you might have a theory there. Yeah. Because somebody else yeah. has mentioned that to me before. And they think that that might have been the reason. So I'll pay attention to that too. Yeah, I need to stop tapping my screen. That Maybe that'll help. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so what was the moment you knew that you had to make content about Bravo like was there a specific episode was there like a season was it one franchise like what was the moment when you were like I have to like post about this <laughs> <laughs> so my so I started off on TikTok um, so before TikTok happened I just, I don't know anybody directly to me that's close to me that I can call or pick up the phone or send a text and be like, hey, did you see that? Like, nobody I know can relate. So I'm like, this is so boring, just keeping all my feelings in. And I would like, kind of like go on, like, and I would just kind of like see other people like posting stuff on like underneath like the, you know, the Bravo celebrities like pictures and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, maybe that. So I started off on TikTok and then I, I got pretty big on TikTok. I think I'm at like 11.5K followers. And then, but TikTok nice. is so 
like it's oh like you're always getting banned and it's like it's it just got so annoying to the to the point where I'm like this is too much like so I like then I went over to Instagram recently like just a couple months ago and I'm like well I'm kind of like over the TikTok thing because like I said like the housewives alone can get banned so (laughs) and that's kind of like what I created on TikTok was like I was just reposting like old episode skits and stuff like that so it was just kind of like okay well let me go over to Instagram and then I kind of was like well hey I really like this and it was more like you can reach more out with like the Bravo celebrities and there's so much more of a following and there's so many more people that you can actually like relate to so that's kind of how I started on like the content creating very nice what's your favorite housewives franchise um you see I have so many but I honestly lately it's been Potomac and only I never so I didn't I recently like as of like the last year binged watch Potomac because I never really watched it it was always like the Beverly Hills and the New Jersey and and the you know the regular ones and then I'm like well you know everyone keeps talking about Potomac so I'm gonna kind of hop on the Potomac train and I just I've been hooked ever since like I'm just it's with the, what I like about Potomac is they're so they're not they have a little bit of like shady stuff but they're not like Beverly Hills there's just drama 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 no fun time and it, like the whole like Karen Giselle feud just cracks me up all the time because they bicker but like you can tell it's like a love bicker and I just I love right. how their their whole franchise isn't just always serious like Beverly Hills or like kind of have like New Jersey has been for the past like couple seasons like New Jersey is like probably like my number two but like I would say like right now recently with all the other crazy stuff that's been going on I would definitely say Potomac I totally can see that yeah now listen I come from hip-hop right yes so when somebody is conducting an it an interview in hip-hop with a guest with, with the rapper one question they never let the person leave the the conversation with without asking is who's their top five so i always have to ask any yeah. person that i get on the phone who are their top five housewives oh for sure okay so my number one out of all the franchises definitely Teresa. i've mm. always loved Teresa. i just love her like her growth and I just, I just love her. Like, I can't even like explain. But I, Nini is definitely <laughs> another one. Nini is probably number two. I mean, I don't think I need like an introduction on that one. I just, I love Nini to death. Um, <laughs> right, it's just Nini. <laughs> yes, I am. I know I get a lot of people don't like her, but I love Lisa Vanderpump. I know lately, like a lot of people are kind of like been Erica and Kyle stands and all that, which I get. I understand Kyle's been around for a long time and. I will never understand the Erica stand, but um, <laughs> I love Lisa, and I feel like it has not been the same since she left. Um, Definitely, I love Giselle. She's probably my favorite Potomac, and then I would say Tamra. So nice. a little bit of a little variety there. <laughs> you do have a good variety. I like the range yes. of the housewives as you gave that's a very nice charcuterie board if you will i feel yeah that's a that's a good way to put it (laughs) yeah (laughs) that seems to be a housewife staple even though that is one piece of um appetizer i will never understand as a charcuterie board that'll just offend me no because i like to eat 
Right. I'm gonna be like, where's the rest of it? Where's the meat and the and the chicken wings and the and the French fries? Um, French fry fanatic. So yeah, I agree. Right, <laughs> right. See, if I was making a charcuterie board, yes. it would look completely different. Oh, for like 100%. it would look completely. It would be like four different types of fries, yes. six different types of chicken wings. Oh, I love that. Dips, chips. Yeah. It'd be oh. like, it. Listen, but. <laughs> But I don't throw parties, so you guys will never know. Sorry. Yeah. I don't <laughs> now know. listen. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So I see you've been posting the taglines of Housewives recently. Yes. Which I love because yes. it took me down memory lane yes. so many different That's times That's why now. I love doing it. Yes. <laughs> if you can recall at this point, what's your favorite tagline? So as much as I don't like Ramona, I feel like Ramona has a lot of a lot of iconic taglines. As long with Heather Dubrow, I'm not a, like I don't. I haven't recently. I did not like Heather this past season, but I, I was kind of just going through like Heather today because I'll be posting her the next couple days. But like, I do like think she has like a lot of iconic ones. Um, Along with, like, Teresa. But I feel like if I had to kind of pick, like, a favorite, I would probably say I really liked Giselle's Word on the Street. I feel like that is really yeah. oh, an iconic one. Word on the Street. Yes. It's out the word on the street. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. That is just peak Giselle yes. form. And you know, Giselle doesn't have my favorite tagline, but she does have my my favorite tagline arc, which is like when the housewives try to like continue their their um taglines from season to season. My favorite one is always gonna be Giselle's from season one to season two when she goes from word on the street, if I'm the word on the street, yes, to season two is word on the street. (laughs) If I'm still the word on the street. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. It's, just, it's her yeah. to a T. It's so, it's so her. And it's so icon. Like, that is peak Giselle icon yes. form. And I for live sure. for that. Yes, 100%. Do you have any idea why Rena blocked you? I, well, so I put up a post about it because I'm like, oh, I'm another one on the rent a block list. And I think one of my followers (laughs) put a comment on there that she blocked all of the housewife like fan pages and uh, because she wants to go back from posting about the housewives and like, but she's still posting about the housewives. So I'm like, I don't know. I never followed Lisa. I have talked about her. tagged her in anything of mine but I do maybe you know sometimes you just kind of see things so maybe it came across hers and she's like well I'm not she's not a stand for me but then I also saw that one of her biggest supporters which was that Christian Gray or um, Christian I can't think of his name but he he was like a big Lisa stand and she even blocked him and he like was like what like so I don't know she said somebody told me it's just because of she's blocking all the housewife pages but she's still talking about it so i don't i don't really know why mm-hmm. i didn't give her a specific reason but i mean i hate lisa Rinna. i never liked her from when she, <laughs> when she came on housewife like 
she was tolerable the first couple of seasons, but she has it's time for her to go. <laughs> I can agree with you on that. Yeah. I can agree with you on that. I've been blocked by so many housewives across so many different platforms. Really? Like I've been blocked on I've been blocked by Nene and Candace <gasps> on Twitter. Really? I've been blocked by Renna on Instagram. I've been blocked by Jenny Wynn on oh, Instagram she, for obvious reasons. <laughs> yeah, she's horrible. <laughs> so all the Yeah, I kind of always forget um, about her. <laughs> she didn't accept my my she she didn't accept my friend Rick request on Facebook, and I felt a way about it. Yeah, um, oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, things happen. But I always wonder if people, like, can pinpoint when somebody blocks them. Because I never know until I go to tag them and then I just can't. And then I'm like, oh, they blocked me. When I I remembered when she blocked me. I'm trying to think. Somebody posted, and I kind of just jumped the gun on it. And I kind of just jumped to it when somebody put one of my followers or someone I was following said oh lisa Rinna announces split from beverly Housewives," and i was like jumping for joy i'm like oh my god i gotta go see the post and then i went to go f- type in her name and she I, she's not coming up I'm like well i know she didn't block her instagram but then i went on my regular instagram but they're linked so well she's not gonna pop up anyway because i when you block people you can say like black all accounts so i'm like all right well i guess she blocked me <laughs> she's the first at least i think she is <laughs> It's that's the, oh no I've been blocked by several many housewives for reasons that I, I, I mean who knows why they blocked me and who knows what I could have said or who knows if they just that's what I her. say and like I said you know, somewhere <laughs> you know speaking of striking a nerve I felt the need to ask people this question because you know it, it just comes up a lot and I'm like I just wonder what people define this as what defines an unpopular opinion for you um i i feel like with me it's kind of like when i i'm trying to think of a good so when i'm like posting about something like i'm all for if you don't agree with me i'm okay with that i am 110 percent. we're not all gonna have the same opinions and that's fine with that but i feel like when don't like come at me or anybody else if they don't agree with you like if I'm sitting there saying like oh Erica is this Erica is that and you're gonna come on like well you know Erica made the house Beverly Hills she's the only one that keeps it interesting and like just and then she goes like they'll go after your like your character and stuff like that I'm like whatever you say about Erica from this point is gonna be an unpopular opinion to me because first off I'm not gonna even try to see where you're coming from because like why would it like look they're her fans are like horrible like they're so nasty and i'm like it's your opinion doesn't matter like it's it is what it is or like for example another one is like when people sit there like with nini or like marlo or um teresa when people are kind of like a con woman con that aggravates me so bad because like look at how far teresa has come from when she started that like that's an unpopular opinion like she has made what she is today and so has look marlo's not a fan favorite but marlo has definitely come a long way and i know nini has had some stuff in the past and she's definitely come a long way but like the or like tinsley it's like you know it's just it's that doesn't that is an unpopular opinion it doesn't matter to me because like it's all about how you're are going forward and you're not 
in the past and such like that. So when people do that, and I've had it a lot because I love Teresa so much and I'm always like, kind of like starting to like happy birthday comments or like just in like an appreciation post and stuff like that. And everyone's always like, she's a con woman. And I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I can totally see that. What do you think your most unpopular piece of content or exchange about reality house or exchange about housewives has been? Like, 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 do you have one post that you remember just got like the biggest influx of negative comments that that you can remember, or was there like a Twitter thread that you engaged in? Like the last that just was a little too intense. Yeah, people were like so mad at me, like because I said like happy birthday to one of the three that are carrying Beverly Hills, which is her, Garcelle, and Kathy, and then obviously like Crystal's kind of been, you know, I've been loving Crystal this season and. I feel like so many people like were like, oh my gosh, she's not, and you know, it's Lisa, and it, or like, I figure out like anything that has to do with like me, like if I'm bashing like Erica or Lisa, like everyone's always down my throat about it, <laughs> or anything I do with Teresa, people hate Teresa, which, you know, whatever, but I don't, so that is a, a, like a lot, people are like, how can you like her, look at how she acts, and I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go. <laughs> So that makes me kind of wonder, do you like old housewives or new housewives? And what I I mean by that, what I mean by that is, do you like housewives pre or post Beverly Hills? Because I feel like the housewives before Beverly Hills came into existence, meaning like early OC, early New York, early Atlanta, early New, 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 New Jersey, yeah. These women weren't necessarily super wealthy, super rich women. I think that New Jersey was on the cusp of that yes. wealth type of vibe. But these women were just upper middle class women who lived in regular neighborhoods of upper middle class yep. people. They weren't necessarily in gated communities and not ever, and they weren't all driving like, you know, well, Rolls yeah. Royces yep. and like all of that stuff. It wasn't necessarily about them being wealthy. They just happen to be upper middle class and they just happen to be in these interesting cities, right? Right. Whereas when Beverly Hills came along, I believe that they ushered in this new archetype of what a housewife is. And it's this super Mm -hmm. opulent, super rich, already put together package of woman who's super wealthy and has all of these things that walks in in red bottoms and all of that type of stuff. No, I love that. I love that, that you said that, because, like, I actually agree with you, because I always kind of go back to, like, the first season of Atlanta, because I feel like they're still very established, but at the same time, they're still kind of, like, figuring stuff out, like Kim, for example, like, we all kind of know, like, where Kim's money came from and stuff like that, but, like, at the same time, you kind of still kind of saw how she was still starting out, still kind of trying to find herself. She wasn't, like, married or anything, but she was, like, establishing her music career, so-called music career, like whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, kind of like that. But I did, like, o- OC as well. I didn't, I don't remember much of the earlier seasons of OC. I don't remember anything before Tamara, only because, I don't, I feel like it was a blur. Kind of like season, yeah, that's yeah, kind of like season six of New Jersey, kind of like a blur. <laughs> yeah, very bad. Um, yeah, so like I know I love how that you said that because I actually agree with you on that. I feel like once kind of like I'm trying to think of like a newer housewife, um, because maybe like Le- Leah from New York or Ebony, I feel like they started off like super, you know, Leah has her own like line and stuff, and then you know, Ebony is like 
very established and a very successful person as much as I did like having Ebony on there because I do feel like she brought different you know than what other housewives have brought but I feel like they're kind of like already established and even like Erica was already established like she had a career before that you know like such like that but like I do agree like Beverly Hills kind of like was hey like I'm successful already I'm you're not gonna see me grow you know like mm-hmm. Bethany's also another person we literally saw Bethany from from the ground selling, selling skinny girl in a, in a grocery store to like one of the highest you know, companies to a hundred million dollar deal and yes. having all types of like skinny girl jeans, yes. skinny girl pita chips, skinny girl yes. water, skinny girl air. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's lit. Like yes. she, like she's the definition of an empire, and I love that. For Absolutely, you. and she came from nothing. Like I know, like someone, someone kind of like said something to me. I think it was on my TikTok. Well. Bethany really didn't start from, but she kind of did because she didn't have any role models she really looked up to because her mom and her dad treated her both horribly. She kind of like really established herself and kind of put herself like, hey, this is what I want to be and I'm going to be that no matter what. And I'm going to get there with or without anybody behind me. And she has and she has succeeded so well above any probably most of all of those, all of the housewives combined. Like I just I, I love her so much for that. I agree with you. One million Monopoly dollars. Yeah. <laughs> what What makes a great housewife to you? I feel like they need to be real. Real is mm-hmm. told because you, you're looked like it's a reality show. You want to see somebody's core. Like you want to see what makes them like who they are. Like you think, you know, like know somebody and you kind of want to see how they are. Like for sure, you got to be real. But you also kind of have to bring bring a little bit of like drama like not anything like how lisa or erica or you know even like kind of like melissa gorga how they are like so fake but still like filled with drama like constantly bringing it up constantly all the time but someone that can like call somebody out and not like just oh i don't i don't want a reaction from her so i'm just gonna kind of let it go but and also somebody that's that is like naturally engaged yes naturally engaged and somebody that is isn't gonna just mooch off their husband that wants something for themselves and you know kind of like stuff like that you know like I said not anyone that is fake fake is like a huge like I think Melissa Gorga is one of the fakest housewives ever like I just feel like Mm. we don't we have never seen like the real Melissa and I'm like I don't know. I, and it's not even just because, like, I love Teresa so much, but, like, we've seen, like, the raw end of Teresa. I feel like we've never really seen that with Melissa. I'll dive into that with you because I, and this is not coming from a fellow ter- Teresa Stan. Like, I like I, I don't hate Teresa. I don't love Teresa. Teresa right. is just, is just Teresa. I just recognize yeah. that she's an icon, period. Mm-hmm. But with Melissa... I've been thinking this in my mind, and I don't know if I've ever said this out loud. I probably have. I have a big mouth. Um, I feel like Melissa Gorga gives me, like... Have you ever seen the movie Stepford Wives? Yes. Yes. She gives me very that aesthetic. Like, she gives me very Stepford Wife aesthetic, but, like, Jersey and, like, adaptable to social media. Like, she kind of, like, before recording, like, she kind of, like, oh, this is what I'm going to say, and I'm going to say it like this, and rehearses it. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel like with her, and I feel like she only came on because Teresa was on, and she's done nothing but trying to take Teresa down since she came on, and 
she kind of throws Joe in the middle of it. And I just, like I said, I've never feel like we've seen real Melissa. I just feel like we haven't seen it. She's been on for a very long time. It's like, we can't just keep saying, well, she'll get there. Like, she has, but she's been on since season three. Like, she's been on for a while. Listen, I feel the same way about Robin on on Potomac, who's been on since season one. Yeah. And she still hasn't really done, she hasn't had much of an elevation or a growth or like a glow up in yeah, any like type of real up. way. And, you know, I don't like, now, 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 I'm not necessarily on the fire Robin campaign. Right. Necessarily. But you I can see. be convinced. Yeah. But I would right. love to, but. But if she was to go, I could be like, well, I understand because she has had a right. significant amount of growth for me. No, like, I agree. Like, I do like, I actually really like Robin, but I also see where people come from where they say that because I can kind of see where she kind of like, she's in the background of Giselle because Giselle is so out there and so like outspoken and so doesn't, doesn't care. And I feel like Robin should like kind of like, go away from Giselle not like friend wise but just kind of like hey this is me I'm Robin Dixon and like hey like this is really me and they feel like I feel like she can really outcome her shell if she kind of just trusted herself a little bit more but I definitely see where people be like oh Robin you know I just like I'd appreciate how like how you said too like most people are just like Robin's boring I can't stand her she gets nothing but like we're Mm -hmm. kind of like where you said you're kind of like I just wish you would kind of like explore herself a little bit more like I agree I actually agree with that yeah because to me it's like Robin is not a boring person Robin has a lot of story but we only know Robin as Giselle's friend yes and And that's her problem the problem is we only know Robin as Giselle's friend but we don't know Giselle as Robin's friend I love that do you get what I mean I love that yes a hundred percent if Robin left this show today Giselle would be just fine. For sure. Absolutely. If Giselle left this show today, it'd be Robin's Robin somehow <laughs> magically said that, that, <laughs> it would automatically, we would automatically be like, oh, hell. Yeah. Well, like, what do we do oh, now? <laughs> what do we do now? What does Robin do now? Like, yes. we were all rooting for you because Juan can't get you out of this one, babe. No. Uh-uh, no. Nope. Damn, if y'all get married twice in one season, <laughs> Juan ain't going to be able to get you out of this one. Uh-uh, girl, no. All the Moistenite rings in Maryland ain't going to be able to buy you out of this one, babe. Oh, no. Yeah, I agree with you. And I feel like she does have a lot. Like, she has a lot of growth. And I feel like she has had a lot happen to her, like, where people can actually, like, relate to. Like, the whole scamming thing. I feel like, why didn't we kind of give that more light? Only because, like, I feel like people can relate to her so much more with that. Because, like, a lot of people have been scammed out of money, out of friends, you know, and stuff like that. But I feel like they can definitely relate. And I'm like... I know there's so many funny Robin moments. Tendler swindler moment. Like, she could have jumped on that and been like, child, that was our best friend. I know all about that. Like, she could have rode that wave. Oh, right. And all the times, like, Michael is kind of like, oh, like, oh, he's low key loves, is in love with with Juan. Like, okay, come on, jump on that bandwagon because we all see it. But, like, my favorite. She tried with the whole, Uh I would suck Juan's dick. Yeah. That's her thing. (laughs) And it let (laughs) it go. She let it go. I feel like it never came up again. Like, girl, yeah. ride that all season. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, girl, but that's what your husband said, though. But that's, yes. but, but that's what your husband. You mad at me and your husband talking about sucking dick? That ain't got nothing to yes. do with me, Ashley. Why you mad at me? Like, like right. that could have been your her breakout. Like, she should have used that as her breakout moment. That should have been the yes. moment that she established herself as a standout housewife away from Giselle. 
Yes. My favorite Robin moment is when they're all on one of the, I forgot where they went, but when Katie's with them and Katie is like talking about, talk like yelling at Ashley about like, oh, well, you are stupid. And then Robin just literally bursts out laughing. That is my favorite Robin. <laughs> it cracks me up every time I see it. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. It's so funny. If you could do one cast trip over, what would it be and why? Any cast trip on Housewives, if you could just pick one and be like, I want to do that over because it was really bad and I want to make it better. Or you want to pick a cast trip because it was really bad and I want to make it not as bad. Like, like not like, not make it go so far left. Yes. Amsterdam and Beverly Hills. I Ah. feel like that... First off, that cast is iconic. Like I'm, I love Kim Richards. Kim Richards brought just would br- put Lisa in her place. She brought so much. She put Kyle in her place, you know. And then like I love that trip because so many things happen on that trip. But at the same time, it's like it was also had some like really kind of like funny scenes too. But like, oh my gosh, the, the restaurant with Lisa and choking Kim, trying to choke him and. Oh, but I also like the one of the Atlanta ones where it was, I think it was Cynthia's first season, so season five, four, where uh, they with him when they went to her friend's house. And like when Nini was like, "You better watch those B words, and then throw you in the ocean." Yes, the got you. Yes, 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 yes. 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 I remember that. Now. Yeah, yeah. That was probably when like they went on time. tour with Candy. Yes, that one. Yeah, that got you. Like, I feel like Amsterdam. I feel like so many things happened on that trip, and a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> I and you know what? There were so many moments on that Amsterdam trip that get referenced and called back to. Like, yes, we get like I can't imagine. If I had a dollar for every time I've said either I've had enough of you, you be. <laughs> That's a classic. Or any time I've just randomly said to someone who has said the slightest thing that, that offends me. Beast? Yeah. How dare right. you? Yes. Or like, let's talk about the husband. and. Let's talk about the husband. <laughs> let, like, the intro to my show is a play back to the Amsterdam trip because I say in the intro to to my show at the beginning of every episode of this podcast I dive deeper into reality television than most people feel is necessary and ask all the questions about what they don't want out I love it <laughs> callback like it, 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 it that is the one of the most iconic trips Absolutely. ever for me I love just so many things and I feel like it's such like an iconic cast like I love Brandy I love Brandy and Kim's friendship I feel like Brandy was the sister Kyle should have always been to Kim and I love and I love Brandy on the ultimate girls trip season two I I love Eileen so much because Eileen was such a real woman she had a lot of money but she was like a real chick her first scene on the show she 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 didn't have to do a lot for the show. She showed up on the show. She yes. walked on the show and got an Emmy. Period. Like that's yep. like that like that's iconic by itself. But then I also feel like Eileen Davidson kept Lisa Renna in check. Yes, she did. Eileen checked Renna's ass so many so times. much 
Yes. Like she kept that woman in line. I felt like if nothing else, at least keep her there as Rena's wrangler. Yes, because she needs that because everybody else is her enabler. Yes, especially Kyle. Kyle. Especially oh. Kyle. And Erica. And I feel like nobody ever put the only two people that really put Rena in her place, like Eileen and Kim. Kim and, and Brandy yes. Brandy are in her place too. But Kim, I her feel like. Her and her 20 year old hairdo. Yeah, that was the best. And then she put wigs on ever since then. <laughs> Do you think that Lisa Renna thinks about Brandy Glanville every time she changes her wig? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I think she owes that woman money. Yeah, she does. Absolutely. She genuinely sure. owes. Because the whole storyline that Lisa Renna tried to push about her changing her wig when she don't have shit yes. else to talk about. I okay. feel like she owes that to Brandy. I feel like she should have brought Brandy Glanville on, bought her lunch, yes. and thanked her. And named and a wig after her. her. Yes, I've never looked better. Thank That's you. the Brandy Glanville. You have to name your best wig Brandy Glanville because you've For never sure. looked better. That wig she wore to this reunion, she's yeah. never looked better. Right, and like the law, I like like kind of like in this one of her confessionals, like she kind of had like a poof thing going on. It was long. I think yes. she had like a black shirt. I mean, I don't like Lisa Renna, but I have to say she actually looks good. <laughs> Listen, I give women credit where they're due. Now I'm Same. human resources. Exactly. I just I I care about the greater good of the uh, of the show and the fan yes. base. So I can see that you're a terrible person and see where you're a great television personality. Yes. Those and two I things agree. don't always align for me, and but I can recognize right. the two. And that's how I am too, because I'm like, Lisa Renna was good in the first probably four seasons of her prime but I feel like sort of. the past ever since Vanderpump left and what she did to Denise I feel like ever since then like she is just horrible like I don't know what she's trying to do and then now she's trying to get two million dollars to come back to the Beverly to the the Beverly Hills housewife so I'm like girl you are not more worth than candy I'm sorry you're not <laughs> you never will be but no. I disagree with you a little bit on that yeah I feel like she... Lisa Renna has been this horrible from the very beginning but I I can see Lisa that Lisa Vanderpump was such a big star on that show Okay. That we weren't we weren't necessarily paying as much attention to I've, the shit that Rena was that. doing. Maybe because think I, about I, her first that. season. Yeah. She attacked Kim for Kim. her drinking. Yeah. The second season she was on, she had, she said that Kim was close to death. The third yeah. season was Munchausen. Yeah. The oh, that fourth was season was Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy. Oh, it, it's like every season yeah, she's I, chosen yeah. to go after somebody to drink somebody. with the coke in the bathroom. Oh, like. God. It's always somebody she's attacking everything. Like, I agree. She's very no. consistent with that. But I, I think agree. ever since Lisa Vanderpump left, now, now we're we paying attention it. more. And I, I I like that because I always kind of said that because like when Beverly Hills first started, I loved Kyle. Kyle was my girl. I loved her so much. And I, was, I always had her back. Like I just, I loved her so much. She was my favorite. Once I start, once, I feel like once Erica and, and Rena came on and I kind of saw how she was with um, Vanderpump and I'm like, you know what? I don't, I don't really. And just the fact that Kim would always say, oh, Kyle's a horrible sister. She's a phony. She's this and that. And I'm like, oh my God, you're just mad at her. But like now we see it. <laughs> well, and I have another theory about that because. I believe that you are the company you you yeah. you you keep in birds of a feather oh, flock uh -huh. together. So, mind you, 
Kim has been saying all this time what a terrible sister Kyle is, all this stuff. Mind you, throughout this whole time, Kyle and Kathy weren't speaking. So Kyle has fallen out with Kathy. Kyle has fallen out with Kim. Yeah. We never heard about Kim and Kathy falling out. Uh, One. I love that. And then two, look at the person who Kyle Richards has aligned herself with throughout the entirety of this show. One, Lisa Vanderpump, the very same person who she participated in the takedown of by so easily believing that her best friend of all these years would suddenly start selling stories to Radar Online out of the blue, if that was the truth. Yep, I love that. But then the people who she attaches herself to directly afterwards is the woman who not only came on the show and attacked her sister's sobriety, but also said that her sister was close to death and is now going after her sister on this season. Yeah, and Kyle was an enabler. Yes, Kyle is putting the battery in these women's backs. I personally think that Kyle is driving this show into the ground. She is. A hundred percent. And I feel like I I saw saw this one thing because somebody else brought it up, but then Kathy uh, re um, posted it. It was right before the season aired, and it was Lisa and Kyle in a picture together in Aspen that said, "Best believe we're going to talk about it" or something like that. And I'm like, hmm, okay. Like I don't know. Like I just don't understand. Like I. I'm very close with my sister, and I could never pick anybody over her, ever. Right. Don't understand. Like Lisa was so dirty to Kim on so many occasions. I would never let that happen, and I cannot believe Kyle let it happen. She says how much her family means her. I'm like, well, you're really not showing it because look at how many times you've picked Lisa, Lisa Renna. Like, who is she over your sister? Like, you already kind of like chose Doree over over Vanderpump okay whatever that's a thing in the past kind of now that'll never happen again but like look at what you're doing to like Kim and now Kathy like I can now see why Kim said all those things about her and now see why Kathy didn't have a relationship with her because I wouldn't want it either right I mean I agree now listen and the reason why it pisses me off so bad is because it's like you you sit here and call the woman Bobby Fisher, and then you use the whole chess thing as your tagline. It just yep. kind of seems like you you did, like it seems like she's been. <sighs> Let's just move on because I'll go on a whole diatribe about her, and I don't want to spend every season hours. And I and and I have cussed Kyle out enough. I did a whole. <laughs> diatribe about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills where I was supposed to be catching up on the season so far and it was literally just 45 minutes of me cussing out Kyle. <laughs> I feel like I, I understand that because like it's been rough watching how she is for the past couple of years and mm-hmm. the, I call them the funky five like I can't I can't stand them. I, I, mean, I call them the Fox News five. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> Please do. I'm gonna like I can tolerate Dorit, but I cannot Teddy. I don't even know how she's still irrelevant and why I used Trump to, I, her to be in and, podcast with her. Oh my see, god! Teddy grew on me. Like I liked her from the beginning, and she grew on me more as she came came, came around. She's yeah. on my shit list right now because of the <laughs> shit that she did did about Lisa Vanderpump and brother. her brother. That oh shit pissed me off. So Dorit. Bad is one who really came in and she is the definition of a housewife growing on you. Yeah. Like 
she grew on me like a toenail fungus. She grew on me like a cyst that Dr. Pimple Popper would have a heart attack about. Uh, I love that. I see. I that liked. Okay. I liked Dory like her first season when she kind of like was like, what did she say, Elisa? If I could smell your breath, you're too close. Like I miss that. Yes. Would come back. She's like, Erica, what would I possibly have to be jealous of you? What could I possibly want for you? Yes. You're not that interesting. You're yes. boring. Yeah, she's you say like, nothing no. interesting. She read Erica all the way up and down that damn cruise. I was like, now wait a minute, I forgot all about this. Dorit read the dog shit out of Erica. For sure. Like, Ooh. Now she's just like a she follows them. It's it's like you're your own can be your own person. Like come back to that. That's why I'm always kind of like brooding. Like if Dorit were to go away from them, I feel like I would love her more. But the way she backs Erica and the way she backs Lisa and it's just it aggravates me so much. And what really pissed me off was like this past season when she said this past episode when she goes alleged crimes. I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of people saying alleged victims or alleged crimes. They're not alleged. This happened. Like The only thing that they can attach the word allegedly to is if Erica allegedly knew what happened. Thank you. Thank you. Period. to that one. Like, thank you. The buck stops there. Yes, 100%. Nothing is alleged. Tom did this to these people, and these victims are actually victims of your husband who did this to them. One million percent. And shout out to all of the victims. I hope that each one of y'all get a cheaper pair of earrings along with a check. Yes, please. But let's lighten the mood real quick. Because I could, like like I said, I could line all these women up and cuss their ass out one by one for the next two hours. (laughs) I love that. Yes, I'm here. Okay. (laughs) What's your favorite NeNe Leakes quote? Oh my gosh, there are so many. Oh my God. Probably, to be honest, I'm going to go back to season, was it two or three when she told Sheree she's a rich bitch? I am very <laughs> rich, bitch. Yes. Yeah. That was definitely. Nini has, or where is your scooter? That is another yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> that All just said you done had everything to happen. Yeah. Where is your scooter? Where is it? All of the wig references. Yes. Oh, my lace friend. Yes. Everything yes. that comes out of that woman's mouth is iconic. Everything. One you of my her. favorite reads since you brought up season 10's reunion was when she looked over at Kim in her face and she said, Bitch, is you the parking meter yeah. lady? Like, <laughs> you like, you like, I, 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 I can park wherever where the hell I want to. Why is you so worried about where I am parking, honey? You ain't coming to speak? And I, I love was like, not the parking meter lady. <laughs> that same season, I, another scene I loved, it was with Candy and Kim when they were at the restaurant mm-hmm. and Cam- and Candy came for Kim. Oh my God, I love that. was one of my favorite where they're at the restaurant and- You brought your was, ass up in here like, 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 yep. like a fan. <laughs> yep, love that too, I love it, yes. How I love the Kim read. Oh. Yeah, Kim, Kim is such an easy read. And yes. I, she's such an easy read. It's like, girl, like I could read you for days with no with no context. Like I could like like it like it could literally so be that meme of like nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody at all. Me with like a mile long scroll of Kim Reed. 
like 100 the wig with an oculus one million <laughs> one million percent because those wigs that kim started off with with them oh. satin shiny ass what always makes me laugh it over makes me laugh is the fact when kim started she was 30 years old <laughs> she really thought that we were gonna believe that <laughs> right, like I'm you're like... 30 years old and then watching her my favorite Kim Zosiak moment, shout out to Kim. I never thought that Kim would get this much airtime on my podcast. God bless her. But the moment this lives rent, this is a Kim moment that will ever, that will forever live rent free in my mind. Is when Kim decided she was that 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 she was gonna quit smoking cigarettes. And it is a five-minute scene with no cut of her throwing away cigarettes from every part of Atlanta, Georgia, it felt like. Yeah. It felt like she was pulling cigarettes from the cabinets, <laughs> from the refrigerator, from the freezer, from the pantry, um, from the garbage disposal, from the everywhere. toilet, from the closet, from the back of her wig, from the trunk <laughs> of her car, from a time capsule she buried when she was 16. Like, she had cigarettes <laughs> everywhere. I was like, girl. <laughs> I felt like I entered the X Files. Like I felt like I entered a like I felt like I entered into a very meta tobacco commercial. And then the fact that it was Newport, I was like, yeah. they would find a white woman that smokes Newport to the filter like that. Hey. Like that is intense. Kim, that is so intense. Kim had a lot of moments, like a lot of funny moment like him actually was kind of funny i i love the part where it was phaedra's baby shower yeah he was like looks like 10 two babies are about to come out of like he he has some funny moments but at the same time just like you said she's very she's an easy target (laughs) yes one million percent now do you want to play a game with me oh my gosh i would love to Because I love a good round of this or that, right? Yes, I love it. I'm already loving it. (laughs) I live for this or that. I think it's the best, most fun and safe game. There are no, you know, wrong answers. And so I created a list of this or that housewives. And I have a bonus question at the end. That's a three-way split. Okay, love it. (laughs) You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Drew or Sanya? Drew, I mean, uh, Drew. Damn it, man. See, I, see, I was with you right up until. Thank you for coming I, on my show. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm just I see. I like Sonya. I really, really, really do. I, I feel like she, she's a good thing to the show. But I feel like Drew is so freaking funny that it's so hard to hate her because she's so funny, but she's like a dumb funny. Like yeah. she has like my sense of humor. But I do really, really, really love Sonya. But if I had to be like, hey, you can only pick one to come back next season, I'm gonna pick Drew. But I do really, really like Sonya though. I really, really do. I feel like she's a You're very in a safe good space. Don't worry. <laughs> we aren't gonna just kick you out. It's fine. Okay, You're... okay, good. <laughs> You're in a safe space because I'm asking these questions specifically to shake the table. Awesome. Okay, I love that. <laughs> Kenya or Marlo? Oh my gosh. See, I never liked Kenya because <laughs> I know Hold on, say your from the beginning, from the beginning, I feel like she was so mean and nasty all the time, but she has grown on me and I feel like it's the opposite with Marlo. 
I love, 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 loved Marlo until this past season. So if I had to pick, like, hey, one's going to come back next season, I'm probably going to pick Kenya. I feel like Marlo gave nothing her first season. There are no wrong answers here, girl. <laughs> there are no wrong answers. You are in a safe space. You awesome. can stand on your answer, girl. It's fine. I, <laughs> I, I, I am not going to debate you. You are in a safe space. All right. Awesome. <laughs> now, with that being said, Kyler LVP. Oh, Lisa. 100%. A million. <laughs> Monique or Candace? Oh, gosh. That's a hard, that's a hard one. Because I don't, I feel like Candace is so nasty, but Monique, like, there's a lot of Monique stands, and sometimes I'm like, ugh, I don't feel like what, I don't understand it. But mm-hmm. I feel like Monique gave more, but then I feel like Candace does too, though. Candace, as much as people hate Candace, Candace gives a lot, but I'm gonna. You I, are Tyra Banks right now with the contract <laughs> in your hand. You can only choose one to continue on in the hopes of becoming America's next top housewife. Okay. I'm Who are you handing the contract? Gonna pick Candace. Work. <laughs> no one is gonna bash you here. No one is gonna boo you, I swear. No one has tomatoes. Because I feel like people get into this game. Like, it's not just you. People do this all the time. Where And I play this game with, with, with them. They start panicking and shaking. And then I know. Like, girl, it's fine. It's, it's hard. But, that's, but I wrote it that way. I really want you to think about these answers like because it makes you almost sometimes like like some of these answers are almost set up for you to choose an unpopular quote-unquote opinion I agree with that but I want you to be able to talk yourself through it and be like why you you um, chose that person because you may be able to convince me or somebody else yes why do you know what I mean right no I love it yeah absolutely Jill or Bethany (laughs) Bethany. Oh my gosh, Bethany. I feel like Jill is so desperate. I I think I love Jill. She's so adorable and, and I love Bobby so much, but I feel like Jill will do anything. She's so thirsty. Everything to get back on New York or any franchise. I feel like she would or move, any franchise. move to Beverly Hills just to get back on the show. <laughs> She'll move to Atlanta and yeah. give her a friend contract. Like, no yes. shame. 100%. <laughs> Gretchen or Alexis? Oh, Gretchen. I hated Alexis. I hated her so <laughs> much. I hated Jim. I know she's not with Jim anymore, and I hope she's a different person now, but Alexis was horrible, and I did not like Gretchen, like, maybe the first, like, season or two, but she kind of grew on me, and I feel like she's also come kind of a long way until she, like, what did she do? She put filters on her baby when they were first born, but I don't know. Gretchen kind of, like, she's okay now, but, like, I hated every time like Alexis. Okay now. She's better. She's, She's better. medicated. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny about that answer is you're the first person that I've played the, the, this game with who didn't choose Jesus Jug. Really? The oh very first God. person. A, people, a lot of people like Alexa, so. And a lot of people hate Gretchen. I love them both, which is why I pit them against each other because people hate them both and people yes. love them both. So I feel like yes. they were a good match. Phaedra yeah. or, or Candy? Oh, oh my God. That, that is hard. But See? if I have <laughs> to go with someone that I feel like is going to give the most ratings, it's going to be Phaedra. Oh, I know that's, a hard, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. But I feel like I hated Phaedra once what she did to Candy, and I hated her, and I never wanted any. I hope I never saw her again. But after seeing her on Ultimate Girls Trip, 
I realized why I loved her in the beginning. <laughs> yep. I, I'm one. I stand by everything you just said, 100%. Yes, and I hated her when she did the candy. See, because I love candy, I love, love, love her, but Ultimate Girls Trip 2, I fell in love with Phaedra all over again. <laughs> I I am trying to have no opinion one way or the other as I just matter-of-factly <laughs> agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> because you're not wrong. Right. I but know. I don't want to inflect any type of emotion <laughs> into that response whatsoever. I agree. So I'm just going to move on All right. with my agreeing. <laughs> Vicky or Tamara? Tamara. Oh, I, lo- I was so excited when Tamara came back. Tamara's my favorite OC housewife. I do feel like OC needs Vicky back, but I feel like OC will survive without Vicky if Tamara's there. I feel the same way. I One do. million Monopoly dollars. I love their I friendship. Completely... I do really like their friendship. I love, like, the whole, like... Vicky has like, a lot of iconic moments as well. And you feel like she is the OG of OC, no matter what anybody else wants to say. She is. And she always will be. Facts are facts. Yeah. And she... Her and her little family van. I mean, you gotta love her. <laughs> yes, her and her little family van. And, <laughs> you know, her little, you know... Spot at Hondalays down to the Puerto Vallarta. God bless <laughs> her whooping it up. Had the whole Brooks thing. I feel like she never got over Brooks either. I feel like she's still in love with him. <laughs> that was the first binder that we ever saw on Real Housewives. Yep. Absolutely. Like she, like Vicky walked so that Monique could run. No, yeah. I'm joking. That's a total yep. lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely joking. But if somebody wanted to make that correlation, I would give it to them. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Right. Let, let's roll with it. <laughs> let's go with that. <laughs> Kelly Dodd or Heather Dubrow? Oh, God. See, I'm probably one of a very few minority that actually likes Kelly. I feel like, mm. I know, I know, I know she's a... I am not responding at all. What? There's no judgment in my voice. I have I no response at all to what you're saying. I am, I am probably just... only... Like, the one thing I really like about Kelly is all her little corny, stupid little jokes. Like, the one I remember when they were in Ireland and she goes... I don't know. She was talking to the one, like, the guy and he's like... She's like, what? I don't remember. But it was like a partay joke. It was funny. Yeah. But I also... I love Heather, though. Like, I did not like Heather this past season. Same. But if I had to pick the two... I'd probably pick Heather, to be honest, only because she she's had some very iconic moments, and I feel like I don't know. I just really like her. <laughs> That's fair. That's a good enough reason. Yeah. That is a good enough. Just because I said yeah. so, <laughs> I said what I said. Right. That's another one I love about Nini. I love that line. That is a re- <laughs> because that's such a complete sentence. Like yep. that's such a complete. I said what I said. Yep. You don't need you to say, say to anything. anything. Else. You can say to anything. your kids, your husband, you can say to anybody, your, any, your boss. Your boss. Right! <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gina yes. or Emily? Oh, God. Gina. I feel like Emily is nothing. I liked Emily at first. I love Gina so much. <laughs> I do. I actually like Gina. I'm a very few minority that people, a lot of people don't like Gina. I actually really like right. Gina. And I did I like that. Emily at first. And I'm going to hate her. I, listen, I liked Emily her first few seasons. Yes, same. This last season, I felt yes. like, oh, she's, she's nervous. 
the she's way gonna secure her spot. And how I kind of looked at it is like once Tamara and Vicky left, not so much she Vicky because she was up. already yes, she tried to like up herself to be the top dog, and I'm like, oh well, that's kind of Shannon. So mm-hmm. right, just by proxy. Yes, you're not there yet, and I and I kind of like her husband. I mean, he's a douche, but he's kind of funny. <laughs> But, like I said, I liked Emily. Probably, I loved her her first season, for sure. Second season, okay, towards the end, not so much. I did not like her after that. I, for me, and this is not a good enough reason to give her a contract. Let me preface what I'm about to say (laughs) say with that. I'm not at all saying that she should have a contract because of this reason. I'm just saying that I like her just because we're talking about her. Yes. The story of her and her husband getting married is one of my favorite love stories I've ever heard in my entire life. 31 years of living. Yes, I feel like that man just randomly (laughs) sent her an AOL instant message (laughs) proposal and casually suggested that they get married. Yes. And she was like, okay. Sure. Why not? (laughs) I love that. I I do actually really like that too. I'm like, oh, well, that's kind of different. And that she wasn't afraid to talk about it either. She wasn't afraid to talk about it. When she told me that story, she was sold. I I was sold on her. I was like, done. Done. Check. She's here to stay. Check. She's done. Like, I live for her. That is brilliant and then she's like this witty ass lawyer who's also messy as hell and he's like he's curvy she's and that, curvy that's lot, and that's not a lot and she's even when she lost weight she's still curvy like i love that like, and she's funny she's body. very funny she has a lot she's of funny, funny. and dr- drunk emily is kind of fun but drunk yes. emily is a bit much like i gotta get yes. used to her yes. like i had to get used to drunk shannon Yes. Or as they like to say, fun, Shannon. Yeah, for sure. Excuse me. Let me be correct about that. And what I like, what I like, what I like about Gina is there's nobody else like Gina. Yes. Gina Gina is so relatable. She's not, she's, she's so relatable. Like all things she went through with her ex-husband and then then her arrest and like, Mm all the other stuff that get, I feel she's very relatable and I feel like it's kind of hard to get that with Housewives especially now I said this on a previous episode of my podcast when I was talking about Housewives that the fan base hates that I love Gina was one of those and yeah. I was saying how the reason why I love Gina so much is because I had stopped watching OC for a while right right like So when Gina and Emily came on, I was like, oh, new blood. Let's see what they're giving, right? And I felt like Gina was so relatable because I felt Mm -hmm. like I was looking at OC through her eyes. Like, she was, like, she, it felt like Gina was speaking from the audience's perspective, especially because her whole first season, she was like, oh, so this is how you OC women act? This is how OC does it? We don't do this in New York. I don't know how y'all do this. And I was like, listen, I'm from North Carolina, not New York, but I know exactly (laughs) what you mean, girl. I feel you. Yes. East Coast power. 
I love that. And I loved, like, I always kind of knew something was fishy, like, her first season when she said Matt didn't With the live. husband. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how your husband live in a whole other game? But I was like, listen, we on Housewives. Y'all are based on Desperate Housewives. All yeah. of y'all do a lot of weird shit. Right. Who knows nowadays? So who knows nowadays? <laughs> y'all, because a couple of seasons, we thought that was so weird. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of seasons later, Bronwyn came. Oh my God, that's Bron- one's a whole different breed. She's a whole hot mess, but I live for her. But she's an entire hot mess. Like she's, she's a, a hot ass mess. But I oh, love her girl, so much. from top to finish. Like she is one million percent. Ugh, I don't even know where. But she's, she's my hot mess. No, I'm joking. Yeah. No, I'm like, no, I can see that because I remember I hopped on one of Kelly Dodd's. Um, lives just because i was bored one day <laughs> and i kind of hopped on in um what was um what was that housewife that was on lap not last season, the season before that the uh, elizabeth elizabeth um yeah. and she kind of hopped on there and she was talking all this time about bronwyn how bronwyn never ever has her kids and i'm like oh oh, wow. oh, oh gosh <laughs> How do you have that type of time to know that when you're supposed yeah. to be working all the time? This is, right. This, uh, Dr. No. Elizabeth Vargas. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay. Alrighty then. <laughs> Whatever. <All right. laughs> Sutton or Diana? Oh, Sutton. I hate Diana. I think Diana was the worst thing Beverly Hills could have had besides Erica. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I, I agree. I hated Sutton last season hated i'm like oh my god all this woman does is cry i'm sick of it her little legs like i can't oh my god <laughs> and this season i'm like okay who's this girl because this was not Sutton last season and i feel like diana is just a horrible person and i am such a huge elton john fan and i cannot believe he surrounds himself with somebody like diana jenkins <laughs> right you know diana <laughs> For me, is the cringiest thing to come across mm-hmm. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills yes. since Allison Dubois. <laughs> yes. <laughs> One million percent. Oh my god! I just I can't like with the with the I don't know lip licking and the, the too small licking. Versace head. Like and then she was <laughs> any baseball cap. Yeah, but then like when I saw that she didn't come to the reunion because she had COVID. But then the beat. Like, girl, you travel to go get COVID. Right. Like, so I'm like, yeah, that's you. She'll never be back. I'll be shocked as hell if she comes back. But I don't. I don't think she will be back. Especially just, with the whole, the whole um, black content creator thing. That. Oh my God. Don't sit there and that, tell me you don't know what you were talking about. And that's Ugh. a friend of mine. By the really, way. really. Billy Diva is a friend of mine. We've that been on me... several YouTube panels together. Like she's coming <sighs> on the podcast, so that's my homegirl. Like, oh, that made me so mad, and she didn't even say anything mean to her. Like, yeah. that made me so mad. I'm like, you know what you're saying. You know, darn, right. people didn't have to tell you. You knew what you meant, just like all this other time. You, oh, it's a language. It's not a language barrier. You know what you mean. You mean what you say. Well, thank you, Diana, for a great first season. <laughs> yes, um, your only season. First one and last. Add her to first the list. And last. <laughs> Add her to the list. The one season wonders, child. Yep. <laughs> Brandy or Denise? Oh, that's hard. Oh, my gosh. See, I'm going to go back to kind of like when Brandy, I did not like Brandy because I loved Kyle. Mm. And I, oh, my God. Brandy. I loved Brandy. 
Brandy's so mean to Kyle. Now I love Brandy because I see really looking back how she put these girls in her place. But I also yeah. really like Denise because she was... I, what I really loved about Denise is that she wasn't, I'm going to do my makeup and, and hire a glam squad. And she I'm, was so I'm gonna, normal. I'm so normal, but looks so sexy. Denise yeah. is one of the prettiest women I probably have ever laid eyes on. She's mm-hmm. gorgeous. That's a hard one. Oh, But if I'm going for ratings, it's probably going to be Brandy. That's hard. That's, that's a hard one. Fair enough. Camille or Rena? Camille. I love Camille so much. I I love Camille. I did not like Camille her first season, but I feel like nobody did. I feel like she was like the, the worst. <laughs> but I, I, I've grown to like... Camille has some good reads on her too. Like when she shut yeah. te- when she hut Teddy down, when she shut her yeah. down. Shut it down. I love that scene. That's one of my I was favorite. like, wait, what happened? Who you been watching? <laughs> yeah. Or when she... um. She gave Dorit the gag ball. That I love that part too. I loved that. I, my favorite Camille moment is when she stormed out of that damn reunion with half her dress on. Yes, and her dress coming off. Brilliant. I was like, that is a that is the Desperate Housewives shit that this yeah. show was made of. I loved it. I loved. I loved. Crystal or Teddy? Crystal. I hate. Teddy is on my top <laughs> five housewives. I hate. Fair. Do you want to list the rest of them? <laughs> uh, Melissa, Teddy, um, Brenna, Erica, <laughs> Alexis. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> so I guess this is going to be an easy answer for you. Garcelle or Erica? Garcelle. I love Garcelle. Not even because I hate Her- Erica, but I'm, I'm in love with Garcelle. I love her so much and I feel like she's what Beverly Hills needed. Yeah, one million percent. Love her. Now we have a bonus question. All right. And this one is, this one is just for the kicks. This is the icebreaker, if you will, and you'll see why that's supposed to be funny once I ask you. <laughs> this is the three-way split. Okay. Eight one eight, Vita Tequila, <sighs> Casa de Sol. Casa de Sol, just because. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> I want to take the Casa de Sol and do a conga line with Kathy while drinking sure. it. <laughs> I'm here for that. Straight out of the box. I always laugh because I saw this meme about the 818 with Kendall. And it was like, Kendall asked, like, wondering why her name's blowing up. It's like, it's so funny to me because it's like, okay, really? Like, do you think Lisa and Kendall ever even had a conversation? Like, never. <laughs> like... I don't even think they've been in the same room. No, never. And I mean, like, I, I know genuinely don't think that. A little thing because Amelia dated um, Scott, and Scott is a former Kardashian, whatever you want to call it, whatever. But Listen, I don't. Think- I don't think that that would have gotten her any closer no. to the Kardashians. I don't think Scott would have been their way in. <laughs> Sorry, no. I just no. Don't. Maybe Chris, but not 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 Scott. <laughs> Speaking of unpopular opinions, yes. a lot of people think that they have unpopular opinions, right? Right. Until they post it, and then they realize how common their <laughs> their their opinions actually are. Yes. How many unpopular opinions have you posted that you knew would be unpopular and were correct, versus 
how many opinions did you post that you didn't expect to be unpopular and then people were like what the hell is wrong with you I feel like I have more popular opinions that I thought would be unpopular only because I feel like they have such a big fan like for example Erica Erica has such a big fan <laughs> and I feel like me hating on her was gonna make so many people mad and like kind of be like oh my god how could you say that and this and that but surprisingly a lot of people are kind of like seeing what I see and it's, I feel like it's kind of like hey it's like white and black like it, it's written out there it's like hey like it's, it's like you're reading a newspaper I'm like day and night you know whatever however you want to say it but it's like hey I'm looking at it this way like Erica Stoll from Widows and Orphans whatever whatever lawyer wants to you know give her or whatever like I am deep in my heart I feel like Erica knew about it how do you not know about that you know what I mean like it's just I don't know I feel I I I was expecting more people to be like hey you know leave her alone or you know kind of like how the bots did with the whole Garcelle something and I don't know I I felt like that was going to be more of an unpopular opinion but I feel, I, sometimes I get a little shocked when I, when people will be like, you know, when I like a certain, you know, Bravo lover, like the whole Teresa. I feel like more people would like Teresa, but a lot of people hate Teresa. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Why do you think the Bravo fandom is seemingly the most toxic reality TV fan base? <laughs> and now specifically, Real House, like, now listen. When I say Bravo fandom, I really mean the HCU. And yep. what I mean by the HCU is the Housewives Cinematic Universe. Right? <laughs> yes. I've just affectionately coined that term because I feel like the Housewives entity is so big now and there's so many franchises, not just in America, but internationally. There's a franchise yes. on every continent, it seems like. Yes. And there's two on an and there's two on Antarctica like Mm -hmm. there's so many housewives and so I feel like they need like like they're their own Marvel or DC like I feel like they're their own universe right yes but it seems like at this point the real housewives of Beverly Hills fan base is the most toxic I agree why do you think that is I don't I feel like with Beverly Hills like my opinion with that is I feel like if with Beverly Hills if you don't agree with what other people think that you're wrong like for example like if you you can't like the funky five and hate like one person like you have to either like them all or hate them all or I feel like they're all like one head I feel like they're all yeah. one person and I feel like if you hate one you pretty much have to hate all of them or if you like one you have to like them all and I just feel like especially Eric I've learned this a lot over the couple of years that I've watched the Housewives Erica fans I'm not trying to be mean but just I do don't then you're wrong you know what I mean like I feel like if you don't agree with the Erica fans you're wrong and everyone's right. like oh wait Erica Erica didn't do this she didn't know what Tom was doing okay well the you're 500 million dollars and I'll say it for you fuck Erica's fans 
Thank you. Fuck Renna fans. <laughs> fuck Kyle fans. Fuck LVP fans. If you really want to <laughs> get funky with it. Like, I really don't care. Because at the end of the day, I'm Housewives Human Resources. It yeah. goes above just the fan base. Like, I, I, that is my title now. I've owned it. I am Housewives Human Resources. And at the it. end of the day, I feel like I have enough perspective yes and open mind on yes. the show to be able to say who's good and who's exactly. not for these franchises. And that's, and that's exactly how I feel. Like I've watched them for probably like ten plus years and I feel like I've watched them for so long and I've kind of like it take I don't judge right up. I mean I I kind of do judge right off the bat, but it takes me a while to be like really realize like you have to do something so crappy as of what Erica took part in, whether anybody wants to believe it or not. She, right. she was part of this and I, and I feel like from what Tom did is the lowest of the low and I feel like for her to not, and it's not even like okay maybe she didn't know whatever but you're not showing any compassion and you're calling them that, alleged if see you, for me yes. I don't care if she knew about it yes. if she was a part of it exactly. if she signed papers if 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 Girardi and Keith gave her $25 million, I don't care about any of that because to me, your yep. behavior after yep. all of this has been worse than you being complicit or yep. having any knowledge yep. of of the shit in the first place. Like, I can understand somebody making a mistake, but the way you double down yep. on... Alleged. Your complete disregard for the people who were actually victimized in this situation all because you were... All because you and your lifestyle were inconvenienced, and now yep. you're fake broke. But you're exactly. I love that term because you still are making money off of your music. You are still on a show where you're getting paid a decent amount. She's making six hundred thousand dollars a year. That's way more than decent. Yes, and that's more than those victims will ever have in their and life. And that's her base salary, right? Like yes. that's her base salary. On With top the, of all and that's the outside other. Of the re- Right. All the other stuff, the Erica Jane, the whatever she's come, the dominatrix thing, if she ever goes through with that, or the makeup makeup palette, the the shoe line, the hair extension line, which we still have not seen. This is going to be, this is a long ass thing. Now, mind you, I stopped watching this season earlier, so I don't know what the hell, I don't know what the hell they got going on because I I haven't been watching it in a few episodes, but they still got a whole half a season left. I'm like, yeah. I, it's I hard to believe that. for a whole another three months. It reminds me of kind of like the Karen Huger um, <laughs> cat perfume line. Like, kind of yeah. goes back to that. <laughs> it's La Dame. But you know what? And this is no shade to Karen because I live for you. And your wigs are slayed, honey. Those, those La Dame wigs are the tea. I love her. But if you notice... Ever since LaDom Wigs launched, we ain't heard a goddamn thing about that fragrance. <laughs> you're so right. I'm not trying to throw no shade. Nuh-uh, I want a LaDom wig. I'm not paying $650 for one. But, because like I went on the website. Like she by Sheree. Mm. Listen, she by listen, Sheen by Sheree. Listen, I ain't got time for her. If you want to know how I feel about her, go and listen to any of my Real Housewives episodes. Because uh, me covering the first part of the reunion, I spent 20 minutes weighing her ass out. She's a hot mess. I love Sheree, but she's a hot freaking mess. And it mm-hmm. took 14 years. And all her spring sounds... To launch have- a fake online boutique. That lasted, what, 
not even 24 hours. <laughs> she took 14 years to launch a bootleg fashion over that we couldn't even <laughs> click on the damn website to shop at. And then no one's gonna buy it. I feel like Andy Nobody. probably got a good discount on a shirt. Like, no. Have you watched the second part of this reunion? I did. You saw how at the end when they were like, next episode, Sheree has a big surprise for all the girls. I feel like that's where Andy got got that hoodie from. She gonna bring out hoodies for all the girls and be like, see, she by Sheree actually does exist. And she gonna bring them out hoodies and that's the hoodie that Andy posted. Listen, if I've said this (laughs) one, two, I will say this for the 3,060th time. (laughs) If you care your ass, down to she by Sheree and order anything, you are nutty as squirrel shit. God bless you, and I hope you get it by 2025. Right. So gonna be like, Cause it's gonna take you another delay. 14 years to get the damn sweatshirt. <laughs> Sorry for your delay, but you'll get it maybe next Christmas. They gonna be done cured COVID and cancer, <laughs> and you still ain't got this goddamn t-shirt from Alaska. And you'll be getting emails like weekly about why. Weekly, <laughs> you'll be getting emails and no clothes. Email. How you how you ordered a fashion purchase with no fashion? <laughs> Can your ass down to she by Sheree if you want to. You know how happy I was to see Dwight on that episode. Oh, I was. That was the best part of the fashion show for me. And for him sitting there just impatient as hell, dripping in fur, talking about girl, I'm ready to go. I am. I feel that because I would have left no after flag. thirty minutes of not starting. I would have been okay. Sandy up there hooping and hollering, talking about where the fashions. I'd have been like, girl, where's the dough? Where's my? <laughs> Y'all validate parking. I'm not sitting around for this. Y'all can send me a clip of it. Y'all record it on your phone and send it to me down to the DM. Oh, two hours about the is fashion. ridiculous. Oh my, only Sheree. two hours. I gave Sheree 14 years. I would have <laughs> not given her another two hours. I'm no. sorry, I'd be like, girl, no ma'am. No. Y'all ain't even got no appetizers. Girl, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> they should have been passing out something and it wasn't going to be the fashion, obviously. And Apollo. It wasn't going to be fashion. <laughs> I'll never like why would Apollo there? It's kind of like that one. Him and his two little ass scarf. What is wrong with people on Bravo wearing clothes that don't fit? First, first Diana with this little bitty ass Versace hat, and then Apollo with this damn scarf that looked like a that looked like a neck brace. Like what is going on? Like it looked like a leg warmer for your neck. Like what? It reminds me of that one after show where um it was la- not this season but last season and garcelle was like why was teddy there and it's like why, why was-, was she there why was why apollo, was apollo there? there you know who the hell sheree should have been sitting her ass down with instead of apollo bullshitting about phaedra she should have sat her ass down with dwight <laughs> Maybe she would have got this damn fashion show done. Had she sat down, whoever that girl was that kept reading Kenya with the confetti down to the model audition, had she put her and Dwight together, this oh. fashion show would have got slayed. They would have pulled Rico Chappelle in. Yes. He, he would have whipped up 24 fashions in 12 hours. Yeah, there would have been no two hour wait. There would have been no wait. They would have started wondering. the show on time. Like, did she send, I was always kind of wondering, like, did she send invites to Kim? Was Did she send an invite to Nene? Did she did no. invite Portia? Like, I no. kind of like. Where was Lisa Wu? 
Right. That that's you right. brought her down to the dinner to talk shit, but you ain't invite her down to the she watch the rest. Right. Or um Lawrence. Like where was it Lawrence or Where was Lawrence? I would have loved to uh, see Lawrence. I Lawrence or um Derek. Like why weren't they there? Hell, I would have loved to see the damn party planner <laughs> down there. Shit. <laughs> I would have loved to see the party planner. Check me, boo. Check I would have sat out. right next to Dwight. That's where my right. would have been. I, I don't give a damn if I was a housewife holding a peach in the center of the cast photo. I would have sat my ass right next to Dwight. I wouldn't have sat my ass with 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 the girls at all. That's who yep. I would have been wanting to talk to the whole right night. I would have right next to him. I agree. That's your like, ass right over here no. next to me. I, I, I'd have put my purse and my jacket on either side of me. I'm waiting on Dwight. I'm mm. right by Dwight. I'm not going to sit with Candy, who has the most followers. I'm going to sit by Nope. <laughs> I love that. Now listen, let me be positive and impactful because I talk a lot of shit on my podcast. <laughs> I and when it. I get the girls on the phone, I get too comfortable and, 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 and I get to kick in and read the girls because, you know, that's my way of showing love to reality stars is, you know, humbling them. Right. <clears throat> so in the spirit of Housewives HR, I like to, you know, take both sides of that coin. How do you think content creators can contribute to the maturity of the fan base experience on social media? So I feel like kind of like, at least with at least I kind of try to make my my Instagram page or TikTok or whatever a little different than what most like a lot of people I feel like will post like news like everybody has the same headline like oh like she actually finally launched or Erica said this or I kind of like I will add like to it like I kind of like if there's something I really want to talk about I'll talk about it but I kind of right. feel like I feel like we need I like to go back to the nostalgia kind of like phase of it like I kind of be like hey on this like when I kind of first started I was like on this day in 2015 this episode uh, that's like, I, brilliant I love that because it's I, I like never it's so see that yeah I haven't done it in a while I sh- I'm gonna start back up again because it brings a lot of good vibes back to when you really liked the housewives you know what I mean I like, will kind post of, that on my story every day I love I, stuff like I, that like a lot of good episodes like for the one like I feel like I'll have to I'll tag you in it but like the one where Alex came down in the Herman Munster shoes like I posted that because it was this day a, you know a couple of years back but like that like you want to go back to those happy moments that made you laugh like I cracked up when when Luann said and you came down in your Herman Munster shoes like that's iconic and always <laughs> like those kind of moments like as much yeah. as dark as the housewives kind of been like I want to bring you back to where it made you laugh the most 100%. so that's kind of that's kind of how like my page came about like like I said everybody posts about Diana said this Erica said that Sheree did this Kenya said this like yes we all know it's everywhere if, if you it's on Apple it's like it's literally everywhere but like I like to go back to those happy moments where like hey this was Tamara's tagline for all the years welcome back Tamara or you know like hey this is what what Vicky wore to all her reunions like that's kind of like I like to go back to where I love that housewives made you laugh and, and smile and it wasn't dark and there wasn't all this other you know stuff where you know with Diana being an idiot and you know like Eric stealing from widows and orphans like you before all that right. all, all that good stuff now listen I'm willing to help in this regard because I you know I you know I understand 
if you don't want to commit to doing this every day, you have an open invitation to come on my podcast once a week and do a whole segment about this week in in like housewife. This week in in the H in the HBU and like we can create a whole segment of my I podcast where like once a week we we would talk about like something historic that happened this week in Bravo or like something historic that. That, that like happened during a day during the week and this week of like Bravo history because I do this podcast five days a week kind of like a talk show right I love it so if you want to be like 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 like, 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 a, like a real reality realness correspondent with the this week in Bravo history or right. like this week in the HCU because I'm trying to really coin Housewife Cinematic Universe I love That's it really my thing Oh my I would love to have you come do that. And I would that love would to amazing. do that. I would 100% do that. Like, I love that. And I'm like, I kind of was like thinking about that today. I'm like, why did I stop doing that? Like, I'm going back to like what everybody posts about. And I'm like, no, I want to go back to why I started Instagram. And that was like, what? I would love that. You have no idea. Like, I would die. I'm all for that because I am really all about all things HCU. Like, I really truly believe that this is like a cinematic universe. So I would love to come on and like do like a weekly walk down memory lane where we talk about all these like iconic moments in the Housewives Cinematic Universe where you come on and bring on these like iconic moments that have happened and we talk about all the things of the thing. I would love that. I would love to do that. I'm 100% for that and I would die for it. So you got the exclusive here, Realtors. <laughs> We're going to be doing a brand new segment on the show once a week called this, called In the HCU, the working title. We're going to figure it out. It's going to have the yes. HCU in it. Just wait I'm for it. I'm so excited. I love, 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 love it. As Teresa would say, love, love, love. Love, love, love. <laughs> I'm here for that. Love it. Well, listen, speaking of the HCU, let's travel outside okay. of the universe to another realm for a second. All right. I'm here for it. What's your favorite Bravo show outside of the HBU? Oh my gosh. So I have to admit, I kind of don't watch anything recent. Mm. But what a show I find myself always missing is Tabitha Salon Takeover. Love that. I lived for Tabitha. I loved because like if you kind of watch like Hell's Kitchen or or Bar Rescue or something like that, you kind of like go back to that. But I'm like why like this i don't even know why that show was ever canceled like i don't know why i love that show i felt like she was everything and on top of it she helped so many people and i also loved like a miss jeff lewis so like flipping out i loved flipping out that was another one kathy griffith like i missed that show icon icon love 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 her and i loved her mom her mom was everything and i love i'll never forget what her one assistant tiffany Tiffany, Jessica, yes, oh, another one I liked was um, what was that? The dating one. What was that called? Millionaire um, matchmaker. Yes, I love that one too. Like those are the ones I always used to watch all the time, and I loved it. And I'll never forget because Tiffany was on an episode of um, Say Yes to the Dress. I don't know if you ever saw that episode. Yeah, but, but Kathy was like in just a, because of Kathy Griffin. I watched that episode. I know because she was in a manic, pretending to be a mannequin, and 
I loved it. Like I, that was probably one of my favorite shows was with her. She was amazing, and I stopped following her for I don't even know why. I don't I don't follow her on my Instagram, but I'm gonna start because I, I miss her and I, I loved her mom Maggie. I loved her so much. And I think I don't know if she's no I don't think she's no longer with us, but I loved. No, I Maggie loved is passed, but yeah. She yeah, passed, I think, a year or so ago. Yeah, I think it was recent. Like, I loved that show so much. That was one of my favorite. A Millionaire Matchmaker, but Tabitha, yeah. But, like, a lot of people I know, like, love Southern Charm. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I, I kind of need to go never outside. Never seen an episode. I've never either. And I feel like maybe I need to start. I love The Housewives so much. And I feel like kind of explore, going anywhere other than Housewives would be so weird. But... Maybe, maybe I should. <laughs> well, I have a recommendation for you yeah. if you want to. Thank you. Yes, please. M- Married to Medicine. That, I've heard a lot of good about that. Married to Medicine has been better than The Real Housewives of Atlanta for please. a few weeks now. Okay. All right. I'm going to start. They are a solid show. You could honestly start anywhere in okay. the show if you wanted to. But I, but because, but the reason why I say that is because a majority of the cast has been on the show since season one and they're going into season 10. I love that. That's like so like, huh? That's like a candy, you know, that's been around for all Yes. Time. Except with them, it's like most of them have been around. Like Quad, Jackie, yeah, um, not about Simone, Jackie. Heavenly, uh, Toya. That's five cast members. They've all been on the show since season was one. It, or, wasn't or Jackie she by at the she by Sheree fashion show <laughs> yes she was actually and you know dr jackie has delivered every baby in atlanta for the past yep. 10 and years it seems like candy. sure yeah candy all candies they well candy tuck and um tuck and a uh ace i know they yeah for sure yeah i've heard a lot of good about that show i feel like i need to start watching i feel like like i said just for the sake of my sanity i feel like i need to kind of like outgo I say go to Married to Medicine, and I didn't expect you to go all the way back because not a lot of people that I talked to watched Bravo before Housewives. For sure. So, like, me, I, even if you want to go back that far, I will always recommend Kathy Griffin, My Life on the D-List. D-List, I love that. And I will always recommend The Rachel Zoe Project. I love Those are my... Those are two of my favorite Bravo shows ever. I loved Rachel Zoe. And I still love Rachel Zoe to this day. Like, I Damn. I really, really loved her show. She And she's so... She's my style icon. She, she is my... She's my Anna Wintour. I love Rachel Zoe so much. She's so gorgeous. I love her so much. I agree 100% on that. Forgot about that one. <laughs> What's your favorite non-Bravo reality show? Do you have one outside of the... Like, outside of just Bravo as a whole entity yeah so this might be kind of corny because I'm a corny person if you haven't could tell by now but so is my husband so you're in a safe space (laughs) so I like like the The bachelor you ever watch them but like the um they're on TLC like for example my favorite one probably my Halloween baking championship like those (sighs) I love those love that I love you like So you like shows that aren't ensemble shows, like these regular housewives type of shows. Yes. And I did tell me about that. I did like I did I used to like my sister was big on the Kardashians and I watched them for a little bit, but I was just it was so repetitive and I'm just kind of like over the whole 
all the Kardashians at this point. Like, I'm kind of over them. I did like them in the beginning, but I did, I really enjoy, like, competitions. Like, I used to love, 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 love America's Next Top Mile. That was my show. Love, I loved love. it when Eva was on it and, like, Dan. Oh, I love it. I love Tyra Banks. She's one of my favorite people on earth. Um, so, America's Next Top Mile was another one, but, like, all, like, the kind of, like, competitions, like, you know, like, I love the baking championships and, um, all of those, like, I just, they have, like, a kind of, like, a soft spot in my heart, because I'm usually, like, a huge holiday fanatic, so kind of, like, all of those, but, like, America's Next Top, I didn't, I haven't watched it recently, but the first, like, up the very earlier seasons of America's Next Top Model, like, that was my show, like. The first three seasons were yeah. gold. It was. Yeah. I'll even give it the first four seasons. The, yes. The, the first four seasons were really just top tier. Yes. Top tier America's Next Top Model. And then I'll after never, that, it was yes. just a slow yeah. and then very fast. Well, I, I kind of, I, I have not watched it. And then I did like the one season where Tyra was like yelling at the one girl. That was like season the only four. Yeah, that was like the only girl she ever yelled at. I forgot her name. Or there's a couple of good, like the girl that fainted. Tiffany. Yes, Tiffany. That was, uh, what was her name? Her name just slipped my head. I think it might have been like Rachel or something. Yeah. Something with an R, I think. Yeah, I loved, I loved America's Next Top. That was my show. Like, I loved it. I, I just liked the whole concepts behind the photo shoots. Like, I remember the one where it was like seven deadly things. And I cannot, re- like, never forget about that photo shoot. Well, if you want to go on a nostalgia trip of America's Next Top Model, I can recommend a YouTuber who has done a lot of interviews with former contestants of the show. I would love that. Oh, my gosh. His name is Oliver Twigs. Okay. And it's T-W-I-X-T, like like Oliver Twist, but with an X. He's coming on the show soon. And he's done a lot of interviews with, like, He's done, like, over a hundred interviews with, like, contestants yeah. of the show. Like, they're such a good interview. He's gone viral several times off of yes. this. So that'll be a good, like, long, like, travel back in time. For sure. I like that. And, like, the earlier scenes of American Idol, I loved that. I was a yeah. addict when I was in, like, middle school. Like, See, I'm for not- me, when it comes to competitions, my old reality show, like, non-Bravo show, was Road Rules. <laughs> Oh my that God. was my jam yes. and like American Ninja and like those yes. type of shows I wanted to be on those shows so and like the and challenge I, like, like I wanted to be on those I shows see, so I'm bad. gonna even go back further Room Raiders yes next next those are my shows back then Room Raiders probably my favorite and if you want to talk about like even more current shows that aren't yes. like ensemble reality shows I'm an HGTV girl, right? Love HGTV. I live for an HGTV show. So love it or list it. That's my show. <laughs> that is like crack cocaine for me. I love, like me and my husband, we used to play drinking games. Like we would guess in the beginning of the episode, you would have to do like a shot of whatever you picked if they loved it or listed it. Obviously everybody always loved it, but there was a couple of occasions where they listed it. But yes, that, that is my show. And I love like House Hunters International, Tiny House Hunters. Yes. House Hunters, Curb Appeal, yeah. Flip oh, Antique Roadshow, Flipper Flop. Flip yes. Flop. Oh, because then he's married to the um, Selling Sunset 
uh, Heather. Yeah, but oh my god. If actually... you ever just <laughs> listen, if you ever get bored enough and like have the free time to do an HGTV podcast, let me Please. know. We'll go on a oh binge. God, I would I will gladly co-host with you because I love HGTV. He, I my my husband actually has a podcast. He's one of four really? in the group. Yeah, he does. He's had it for a little over a year. Probably like when COVID started. That's kind of like when they started. His is just a bunch of four men that drink. And it's called Four Too Many, um, and it's just four guys that he's been friends with for so long. Actually. They were all in in his groom party, so like, they're just, they're pretty awesome. Like they they're just four blue collar guys, um, that are just amazing, and they're such good guys, and they're such like family to us, and they're just they talk about sports and weird things that are happening in the news, and they drink, and it's it's actually fun. I've been on it actually a couple of times, so that's actually, so cool. y'all y'all go subscribe to that because. I'm listening to you describe this podcast and I'm praying that like the cover art for their podcast is like them drawn as the characters of King of the Hill. <laughs> I love that. That's actually a good idea. My fiance, my husband, I, I gotta get used to that. My husband, because we've only been married today. Um, <laughs> graphics. He actually made my graphic for my Instagram, but they're all just, they're, they're such low like if you ever want someone you can just relate to that works a dead-end job and hates their job and likes to (laughs) to celebrate the weekend like it's them to listen to and they're the they're just so funny and they're so like if you have a dirty sense of humor you'll love them so (laughs) i have a very twisted dirty probably problematic sense of humor then you will love them. So yeah, they're all. Just- I am gonna go check that out, and you guys make sure you go and check out Four Too Many as well. You'll love them. They're so great. Yeah, they're on pretty much anything you can get them to. So I've actually been on a couple of episodes. So it it partakes in my basement. That's why, because they do their podcast every Friday. So that's kind of like why I'm hanging out in the garage, which I'm okay uh, with. It's nice to get away from my children. But well, then so while they're doing that, we can be doing our HCU segment. I love that, and I'm so excited for that because, like, I have to. That's you've weird. opened. Like, I'm not even kidding. I've the only other podcast I've been on is my husband's, and he always tells me he's like, "You're so passionate about housewives. Like, you should kind of like have your own podcast." And I like, I listen to like Bravo, and I love your podcast. And I'm like, Thank he's you. like, you should totally like have your own. I'm like, I don't know. I don't have the confidence to do that, but I've had like two cups of wine now, so I'm kind of like in on that. So. Maybe. Word. So, like, this can be your start. Start with, Maybe. start doing the segment, and then, then, and if you love, love doing it enough, start your own show. Go yeah. for it. There's room enough for, like, there's so no, many shows. The there's thing, literally that- so many shows about Housewives. There's so many shows that have the words real reality in succession in their title. So, you can start about one. Four. Why? Yeah, now why listen. not? You only live one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, you have children, right? I do. <laughs> Would you ever let your children work for Lisa Vanderbilt? I, you know what? I think I would. Like, I have my my son's fourteen, and then I have my stepson's fourteen, and then I have a six year old daughter. So I I feel like I would, but it kind of scares me because of all the things that just came out about Oliver. Um, mm-hmm. like I love Oliver is one good-looking guy. Um, yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. But 
he it kind of scares me just kind of like what else just recently come out about him with his ex-wife but mm-hmm. as my favorite thing is there's two sides to every story so we don't know as you know about the other side of the story but i feel right. like i would i feel like lisa would probably be a really good person to work for and i feel like she treats all her employees like they're actually like family and i feel like i would love for my kids to be i would i would work for lisa vanderpump i feel like <laughs> i feel like she's kind of become like a miranda Priestley. like if you can survive working a year for lisa vanderpump you can work anywhere you know what yeah. i mean a good way to kind of like open up your and vanderpump is also another show i kind of i watched the earlier seasons of vanderpump and when like Stasi and kristen and jackson sheena like all kind of like the, the first good old days first like three seasons were like top tier I didn't uh, like back when they were still broke yes when they were broke that is the best way to look at it when they were back broke. when they couldn't turn on the toaster without breaking the air conditioner back when they had shitty apartments Tina's like, um, top crop top dress like yeah her crop top wedding dress <laughs> just so classy yeah Kristen oh Kristen now listen <laughs> Now listen, one of your fourteen-year-old boys comes to you when he turns eighteen and says, "Hey, mom, no, let's just say, let's give him a, co- okay. a couple years. Let's say he okay. turns twenty. Okay, comes to you and says, "Hey, mom, so I've been working at Sir for two years now, and they asked me to test for Vanderpump Rules. Ah, uh, how do you feel about that? Oh my God, I don't." I don't think I I'd be like go for it, but I will not watch it. <laughs> Work. I will not watch it because I know what, especially just picturing Jax and all the things he's done and did, and I I know what he's done and I've seen because I used to be a fan Fraser Pup Sam. Like I loved that show so much, and then I didn't I didn't watch it this past season, even though the season before that I hate I didn't really like, but. I'd be like, well, you know what? You're 20 years old. I can't say much, but introduce me to Lisa Vanderpump and then we're okay. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, cool. So people have been answering these questions kind of similar. And then once I get to this next question, that's when I push the envelope for them. <laughs> then they're like, oh shit, now, now wait a minute now. Right. So your child has been working at Sir for two years has been on the show for a season. They're doing great. No racist tweets have come up. No misogynistic tweets have come out. He hasn't beat up anybody. Good. And let's just say that your child brings home either a Jax or a James Kennedy or a Lala Kent. (laughs) How do you feel about that? Oh my god! So if it was like new Lala, I'd be okay with it because I feel like Lala has grown a lot. Lala with James, the baby Lala. James, is baby Lala. Oh god! All I think about is when I think of baby Lala is when her and Faith came to Lisa's pool and they were naked with James and Max, and that's yeah. always what I go back to. And if I ever walked in on that, I would probably pull Lala out by her hair. Like I just, it's like. I don't know, Jack. Disrespectful. Right, disrespect. That's exactly where I went back to because I'm thinking of like, as I'm a mom and Jax, Jax has done so many things I can't even like fathom of what I would, I don't know. I think I'd kill my kids. Yeah. (laughs) 
I listen, I've already told my eight year old daughter she's not allowed to date until I'm dead. So yeah. Yeah. God bless so God bless her trying to get through that one because yeah. I plan on living forever. My name is in Cherie Laveau for no reason. Yeah. Just let me die. I don't I don't wanna see you dating. I don't wanna see you on TV. Like just do it behind no. my back. Like I, I don't want to like, like for me seeing my twenty year old daughter on Vanderpump Rules is like watching my child go to college and not being able yes. to do anything about it. Yes, exactly. It is because like there's literally nothing you can do about it, and you can't protect them either because it's like the whole world's gonna see your boobs on TV, like or you falling out drunk or you fucking Jax when he's in a relationship. Oh my God, Kristen. Oh that 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 season. Slapping Stassi slapping Kristen across her face. Listen, I don't <laughs> condone violence, but I would have slapped her ass. I would. <laughs> I mean, no shade. But if you could join or create a franchise, oh okay, which would you do and why? Oh, God. So I live in Ohio, and nothing really. There's nothing really exciting. I mean, we have LeBron James. They so, just said like, that about Salt Lake City three years ago. Just yeah. So we okay. All right. So there's hope for us, but <laughs> right. We did, we did have LeBron, and Sheree is actually from Cleveland, so I'm not very oh. from Cleveland. So, but we have LeBron, so I guess we can always kind of go back to that that we do have, even though Lisa Renna compares herself. But I don't feel like anything <laughs> besides LeBron. I feel like nothing really good comes out of Ohio. But if LeBron I LeBron James the yes. mormon church yes right that's about it just but <laughs> when you weigh those options yes but i don't know i kind of would love to kind of venture out um i would i don't know i feel like new jersey would be kind of or atlanta would be like a or potomac would kind of be like a fun cast to join like i you know i feel like especially potomac i feel like like i told you kind of earlier like they're so fun but they're not oh as all the other seasons kind of been. So I feel like if I'm going to party with some people and join a franchise, I feel like it'd be Potomac. I feel like they're just... <laughs> I feel like it would be Potomac for me too, honestly. Because I couldn't, like, I couldn't deal with the shenanigans of the Atlanta girls, even though I feel like people who meet me would probably immediately peg me as somebody as, who would go to Atlanta. Because see, no, I'm I see just Potomac. a little bit ratchet. Oh, well, thank you. See, I see Potomac. I see you hanging out with, like, see, like, I always kind of go back. Like, I, as much as I know Giselle and Karen hate each other, but I feel like they kind of, like, another scene I always love, I love with them is the mime scene. Yes. <laughs> that was one of my favorite scenes. With Brilliant. them. Like, yeah. It, Giselle and Karen have, like, a love-hate, I feel like, relationship. They have this, they don't like each other in real life, but they yes. respect each other because they know yep. what they bring to this show. Exactly. And they both bring so they, amazing things. <laughs> yeah. Like, so they're like, we gonna let our little, little, little frenemy. Like, I feel like they're the true definition of frenemy. Oh, a hundred. They are true blue frenemies for me. Yeah. A hundred. And I love them both so much. <laughs> now let's shake the table a little bit. I love it. If you could work on a franchise of Housewives, would okay. you want to produce, edit, Ooh. or cast the show? I feel like produce. Only okay. if you cast, I feel like it's going to be good or bad for you. Like, you're going to cast somebody really good like NeNe Leaks, or you're going to cast 
somebody horrible like Diana Jenkins, like right. you're gonna get a lot of hate for it, whether you're good or bad. Even though a lot of people don't kind of see what behind the scenes, but I feel like produce because I feel like you're not so much editing out things that shouldn't be edited out or that should be edited out, but I feel like you're kind of putting things in the right directions to where right. they should be, and I feel I feel like that would be perfect for me. I feel like not so many like like I said like not casting the right or wrong people or pro- editing out certain things that shouldn't be or shouldn't be I feel like producing would be kind of just putting things right where they should be I love that see me I would probably edit just because I like to edit like I also yeah. have a YouTube channel and my favorite part of creating videos is the editing process right so I feel like that's where the real story is told is in the editing bay I feel like that's where the real story of the show gets told right Right. and I would just love to go through all the shit that ends up on the cutting room floor and really be the person to tell the story that the audience is now going to get on social media and bitch and complain about for the next six months yes I love that the power yes I love that I'm drunk with power right now. (laughs) I love that so much. Speaking of drunk with power, where would you wear $750,000 earrings? Where would I see? Okay, so if I owed them to people like widows and orphans, I would not wear them out. (laughs) But if I had them just to kind of wear, I feel like anywhere. I feel like I'd wear it to the grocery store. I feel like I'd wear them out to a very nice party. But if I was, if they weren't mine to begin with, like Erica's, I would hide them in my jewelry box and only wear them in my house by myself. <laughs> see, okay, so you, so you got me back. Because people keep giving me that answer of, I would wear them to the grocery store. I, I would wear them to the gas station. I would wear them to to the like and I would be like and I'm like girl the only place I would wear $750,000 earrings is in my closet and in my bathtub yes yes so you don't want to lose them I get it one million percent and especially because I think about not only them being $750,000 earrings but going back to the Kardashians that you brought up earlier that moment when Kim lost that diamond earring. Oh, yes. I, I would had lose sleep. Stroke I would lose watching sleep. That scene. I, I would, would never. Oh, no. It, everything would stop. I would, I would pull producers in the water. I would pull cameramen at all. Scuba diving yeah. This would turn into a full blown excursion. Y'all would think that we were looking for dinosaur bones out here. Yes, like everyone's I'm hiring everyone's helicopters. Yep. Everyone's no man. Yep, everybody. One million percent. This just turned into Shark Week. Like we are gonna <laughs> find this motherfucking earring. The everybody's like, looking for <laughs> the sheer panic when she felt her ear yes. and felt that that earring was gone. I felt it. Oh my god! I have never felt. Oh my Jesus Christ. I felt it. <sighs> Who's your favorite housewife duo? Oh gosh, that's um I would have to say, oh god, I love Teresa and Jennifer. I love <clears throat> I like their friendship. I feel like they're both, like as Teresa would say, cut from the same cloth. I feel like they <laughs> both 
I feel like if you're gonna go against them both, you're not gonna win. <laughs> That's fair. That's a hell of a fight if you're going against oh, uh, Jennifer like, and Teresa. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm done. You know what? You win. <laughs> like, girl, all right, girl. But I feel like I would just sit there and gaslight them. Like, the only way that I would win a fight against them <laughs> is to gaslight them. Just oh, don't engage. Just gaslight them. Like, oh, all right, girl, you win. Now you what? Win. I, I'm done. Now I'm what? Done. <laughs> now what? So what? Do yeah. it. Yes. What now? Do what? you feel better? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a cookie? <laughs> Do you want a Christmas cookie? Like, what, what? do you want Sprinkle from me? cookies. You want a sprinkle, sprinkle cookies? <laughs> All of them. Sprinkle cookies for everybody. Will you yeah. shut up now? <laughs> I like, know. I will gas like the shit out of them. They would have to flip a table on me to oh. get me to shut up. Because I would just incinerate their ass. For sure. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Who's your ultimate girls trip cast? And where are they going? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I actually posted recently about who my ultimate girls trip would be. Um, so I, I'm trying to remember who I put, but I feel like I put Nene and I, I kind of, before watching the season with Sheree, it was Nene and Sheree. Ah. Um, I feel like it was Bethany. Who was my one with Bethany? I feel it was Bethany and Sonia. I feel like they would be amazing together. Um, I was trying to pick people that haven't gone already because I feel like so many people have gone, but I would love Lisa Barlow on there. Oh, oh baby gorgeous. Oh, baby gorgeous. I love her. Um, Portia, I feel like, well, Portia's recently, but this was before Portia came on. Um, Nini, it was with Portia. Oh, God. OC, it was. I love Megan King. I know I'm probably a lot of my I love her too, to be perfectly like honest. I live for Megan King. I feel like she would be perfect on there. She's um, a millennial diva. I love her. Um, yes. And I'm trying to think. I, I think Lisa Vanderpump should be on there. I could be that. And to where? Oh my gosh. That's so I feel where like it should be going? somewhere. I feel like it should be somewhere where really no one really goes. Um I don't know, somewhere I would like if I had to think maybe like Italy or something I feel like Italy would be a really I feel like there's so much there that you can still have fun and still kind of like you know be part of something too yeah I think for me if I were to cast an ultimate girls trip and I've said this once and I was just kind of joking when I said it but then once I said it out loud I was like no, I stand on that, actually. I actually do think, think that that would be cool. I want to do a Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip of all friends of the show. I love it. I never even thought about that. Just That's only friends really, of the show. Yeah, kind of like how it was this past season with... Um, the X-Wives like, Club. Yeah, I want friends. all friends of the show. I want Faye Resnick. I yeah. want Dana Wilkie. I want oh. Shamia Morton. I want Latoya from Atlanta. Yeah. I want Asala Davis. I want. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of another good set of friends. Like I want Brashawn from New York. Yeah, I like I just want a, a whole set of friends of the show. That would because, be amazing. I love that idea. Because I would love to hear that conversation of them just talking about their friends of the show. Like, like, yeah. like I would love to see Melanie. Cynthia's sister come on. Yeah, I love her. Um, Portia's sister Lauren. I love Lauren. I've like loved I would her. love to see all them come on and just talk about. Like I would love to see Mel and Lauren talk about pillow fights. 
Yeah. Oh, because they're on the opposite side. I would love that. Would be an amazing episode. I'm trying to think. Especially because really? Mel almost got her ass whooped by Candy. <laughs> oh my God, Candy was on her. There's oh. nothing like that. Look, listen. I, I'm not trying to, you know, racially profile, but there's just some type. There, there's just some people you don't fight. Candy. And you <laughs> don't fight a black woman with a red wig on. No, I. You know Ever. what? Candy, I was Candy that night. I was like, you know what, Mel, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mess with her. <laughs> I'm telling you, a black woman in a red wig. I'm, t- I'm telling you this from experience as a black woman who has owned a red wig. I'm telling you, leave them alone. When they get to going, just walk away. She was just gonna, leave. she was gonna do some things to her that night. She like, was gonna drag her in this bitch. She was gonna drag in quote. <laughs> <laughs> A hundred percent. Yeah, I that that episode was tense. It was tense. Like I've never seen Candy like that. Not since I'm gonna stop talking to you before I get to blow it up on your ass with her feathers. <laughs> I love that blowing on the top of her head with Nene. That was funny as shit to me because it was the <laughs> hairstyle. It was the chicken little feathers on top of her head that kept blowing in the wind as she was trying to fly above all the drama. God yes. Bless her. <laughs> Yes, I love that. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mess with Candy. <laughs> I wouldn't either, personally. And she's short, too. She can chop your ass right at the knees, child. Don't play uh-huh. with Candy. She is four yeah. feet tall and deadly. I love her. Yes. <laughs> now, you know how, like, in Atlanta, they hold peaches because it's the peach day. Yes. In, in New York, they hold apples because it's yeah. the Big Apple. In Orange County, they hold oranges. You, you, you don't know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Do you know why they hold champagne glasses in Potomac? Like, is that the Champagne State? And I, and I just don't know. He, no, I was thinking the same thing because that's like the only thing I can think of is the whole thing Sharice kind of brought was the whole champagne room and how much she loves champagne. And uh-huh. I. I, honest to God, don't know why. Because I actually saw this the other day, too, was um, Beverly Hills was supposed to be a champagne, and then it was diamonds. Mm. And they saw that, and I feel like champagne would not have went. And I feel like they said the reason why they didn't continue with the champagne was because of Kim's sobriety issue. I don't know how true that is, but... That well, that's a great like, excuse. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, I feel like the, the diamond is way better. And I feel like personally, because you know how like in Dallas, they CGI'd the star in their hand. Yeah, right. And in Salt Lake City, they have the, the uh, snowflake CGI'd in their hand. Yeah. Why don't they just CGI a cherry blossom into the girl's hand? I feel like a ser- a cherry blossom would be so much better. Because it's- that's the symbol for the show. Like when they exactly. do the logo for the Real Housewives of Potomac, it's a cherry blossom. It's a cherry blossom, just like the orange and the and the peach and the diamond and Beverly Hills. I, I can see like, huh? Beverly Hills, I can see diamond, but like, I don't know why it's champagne for Potomac. The only like what? I said, the only thing I could think of is like the thing with Cherie, but. With Beverly Hills, the diamond makes sense. Yes. But I honestly thought because of, and mind you, I just put too much into graphic imagery. I thought they were going to put on sunglasses, like in the logo, how they have the uh, have the RH on there, like the Dolce uh, & Gabbana logo. Yes. 
I, I thought they were going to put on sunglasses. I was like, oh, that's pussy. I like that. That's yeah, cute. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, no. But they held diamonds, and I was like, okay, that makes this sense, I guess. This works too, I guess. <laughs> Hollywood, diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. Uh, I dig deep in the thing. That's, yeah, that makes sense. And, like, I, like you know, like, obviously, like, the orange makes sense, Orange County, and right. the Atlanta makes sense, because Atlanta is the peach, and Salt Lake City obviously smells like, but, yeah. Have you noticed that now, no matter where or what franchise they're in, they either, the, their spot is either called a peach or a diamond? Yeah. You, you, no. you could be in any franchise, Salt Lake City. She gonna get her peach to watch. Yeah. Like, it's like, they hold <laughs> snowflakes, Mary. But okay, Yeah, sure. like, why, why are they taking their peach when they have snowflake? <laughs> right, like, they don't, they have peaches in Salt Lake City? Okay, uh, cool. Never have guessed. <laughs> right. Do you prefer them to hold something physical, like a peach or an apple, or do you prefer the a CGI, like the snowflake or the you know, star? I feel like they're both kind of, I like, because I feel like when you can't physically hold something like a snowflake, mm-hmm. I feel like that. I'd love to see them try. Yes. Right. Exactly. That would last so long. <laughs> but I feel like when they can't physically hold something, that would work, like the snowflake and I feel like, I don't know in Dubai if they actually held gold. Probably not, but I don't know. Who knows? They might have. Who knows? I can't remember. I think think they might have held, I can't, they might have actually held gold. I can't remember. Not real gold, of course, but, well, maybe. I don't know. Hell, it is Dubai. But I, you know, I wonder, it makes me think about it now that I've asked this question out loud, because I just write questions and then don't say them out loud. But hearing it out loud, it makes me wonder, in Salt Lake City, is each snowflake that the girls hold different? Because you know how they say, like, no, no, no two snowflakes are, are, are the same. Right. Yeah. I wonder if they are that detailed. They're probably not. This is a They're probably not moment. at but all. I would, but, but I would love... an amazing idea. Right. So I feel like they could have... I want, like like I said, I want the girls at Potomac to be doing cherry blossoms. I feel I like this, it needs to be something new. Because yeah. Sharice ain't been on the damn show in years. And she's just now coming back as a friend. Y'all been cutting her out of scenes. Yeah. And she years. was a friend before. So, like, except the first, like, couple seasons. But, like, no, like, I feel like a champagne, like, I, I couldn't even tell you why I feel like they might, besides the whole champagne room thing and whatever. I've always wondered. I was like, that makes no sense to me. Because I don't Especially really because Sharif left, like, immediately yeah. after that. Yes, and it, exactly. Immediately after the champagne room. And I'm always kind of thinking, like, I don't really see anybody else drinking champagne. Everybody so. on that show drinks vodka and vodka. dark liquor. Yes. Everybody. Especially Ashley. Because I think Candace is drinking the brown juice. <laughs> and Ashley is drinking Corona. Right. Put a lime, I guess. <laughs> Her lime, like I, I, I was like, girl, what is going on? Nobody drinks champagne on this show yeah. ever. Like at least any other franchises kind of make sense, like obviously, but like, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. But my last question for you, yeah, is a classic Housewives fan question that everybody who's ever been on a podcast, done an interview, been on Watch What Happens Live. Anybody who's been interviewed on Watch What Happens Live gets, gets asked this, this question, and I feel like it's a great thing to close our conversation with. For sure. What's your tagline? Oh my 
gosh. I don't even know what my tagline would be. I, I like- used to never care about this stuff, but then I finally came up with it. But it, but it was because I was projecting because I could never come yeah. up with a good tagline. No. And then I finally came up with one I liked. And then I was like, I finally have a tagline. What and is your Maybe that'll give me kind of some inspiration. My tagline is, I'm totally not assertive. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, mine is, I'm totally not aggressive. Just black. <laughs> I love that. See, I'm not that creative. Like, if I it was took going... me years to come up with that. So, so apparently, neither am I. <laughs> no, no, I love that though. Like, I don't even know what mine would be. I would probably really have to think about it. But if I was kind of like on like a content creator kind of tagline, it would be definitely like I don't even know something kind of like a mixture of different taglines. I don't even know. Kind of like not being ordinary like myself, but like. I don't even know. I wish I was so creative, just kind of think of something on the spot, but I've never, like, really thought about it. You're not- well, listen, it's not like we're never going to see you again. We're creating a whole segment for the show, so you have time to think about it. I'll just ask you next time. Hello? there <laughs> i don't know but it's totally fine we were totally right at the end yeah, right way it's all good but like i was saying like you have time to think about it it's not like yes. we're never gonna see you again we're I developing know. a whole segment for, yes. for, for, so for the show so like listen like we have time i'll, I'll just ask you the next time you're on yes and i will be prepared hey <laughs> So, listen, I hope that you've had a good time talking to me. I love doing these conversations. I I hope that it was very casual and very chill. I loved every part, every second of it. Good, because we're homegirls now, and I'm like, Velcro, you fuck with me, you stuck with me. So... We're friends now. You're going to come and be a part of my show. Thank you so much for even wanting to do that. I'm honored. Oh my God, thanks for offering. (laughs) Listen, I'm all about banding together, women unite. I'm trans, but I'm still a woman. It's fine, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I feel like us housewife content creators need to stick together. (laughs) One million percent. And so I'm all about cross collaboration and you know cross promotion banding together doing different things we all working together i'm all about building a team because i love girl groups I love so it. i'm all about about the things of the things yes so i'm appreciative thank you so love much. i'm appreciative for you having me like i had i had so much i feel like i was talking to a lifelong friend like i had so much fun that's the goal that that's really <laughs> what i wanted to like i really want the people this is the part of the podcast where I break the fourth wall, if you will, and say that, hey, we're not actually on a real phone call and that we're re- and that we're recording this for all of the people who are listening to hear it. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, <laughs> so, like, that's, that's the goal of what I want my interviews or my podcast to feel like. I want these phone calls, if you will to really feel like the audience is just tapping into a three-way yes. conversation I and just listening it. to me just on the phone gabbing with my homegirl. 
I love that so much because I feel like you don't get a lot of that nowadays. And I feel like it's always opinion based. And I feel like if you're not with someone's opinion, like, goodbye. <laughs> yes. And it's <laughs> and I like, that. and for me, that's part of the reason why I reach out to, to content creators for my show is because I want to see this very universal thing that we all like, 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 like for me, there's never been a more universal language since then since music then housewives I like i feel that. like music is a universal language anybody can react to music and i feel like anybody can react to housewives and yes they really and to reality tv a hundred percent i agree with that a hundred percent i feel like deep dive deep inside of all of us we kind of had the same opinion and we all love housewives for a reason so let's kind of like go back to why we all loved it and started watching and i feel like we all can connect at you know through something Right. So I love to try to try to gauge these interviews to see reality TV, Bravo or the Housewives specifically through that person's eyes, because we may not have the um, same opinions. We may not agree on certain things. That's why I'll, that's why I um, keep saying you're in a safe space, girl. There are no wrong answers because I'm not <laughs> going to judge you just because you like Drew and not saying I love it. I love love. <laughs> 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 like because like we all have our reasons we all have our experiences and like what i've found in these conversations is that people end up opening up about their lives yes. in these conversations and the reasons why they like certain housewives come from different experiences in their lives that have informed their perspective to give them a reason to like certain people and to relate to certain people so yes. seeing reality tv through as many different perspectives as possible i think it makes the, the show more interesting and more relatable yes absolutely because like like i said in the beginning we don't always have to like the same housewives but like i said like we all started watching probably for the same reason and just kind of go back to that as much as we're messy I, and we love drama exactly that's why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> we're all plastics and we yes. love drama a hundred percent like it's like seeing mean girls in real life like yes. we love to see it and you know what that's the craziest part is like it's like old housewives pre-beverly hills is very desperate housewives a hundred percent i love that it's totally true. <laughs> New Housewives is literally just mean girl. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Hard stop. No yes. need for an explanation. It's mean 100. girl. Uh, absolutely. That's why we are here. <laughs> so listen, I'm going to get ready to close. I know that you have things to do. I have held you long enough. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Thanks for and having thanks me. Anytime, like this was so smooth, so, much so fun. fluid. I did too. I love doing this, and I love talking and to different from people. And it's so much fun because it's such a chill thing. Like I, because on my YouTube channel, I talk about a lot of serious topics like human rights, social yeah. justice, right. and which is great. Yeah, and, you know, things like that. I get real heavy over there. And sometimes it's nice to just yeah. keep it light. Like, just keep it light, have fun, kiki, talk a little shit, do all the things of the things, and just enjoy reality TV for the messy, drama, hot mess, conflama that it is. Yeah, that we all love. <laughs> that we all love. Like, we all love. Like, we all love seeing 
like the girls read each other just like we love seeing how tacky Giselle's outfits are do you think you know what before I let you go one last question yeah since you brought up Giselle (laughs) since you brought up Giselle do you think that her dressing this tacky and having these shitty ass wigs are like part of her shtick now like do you think she just leans in and does this on purpose I you know what I want to say no but I feel like deep down I feel like a little bit of it yes because she has been around for six seasons and is a socialite better to say that she she, right that she should (laughs) want to hire somebody that has her best interest and I feel like whoever is doing it does not does not and I feel like, yeah a little deep down inside of me feel like she's doing this on purpose <laughs> I you know how they say beauty is skin deep well it's sitting on my <laughs> face like foundation I believe that she is doing this 100% on purpose yes I believe that she leads into the aesthetic it's always like her being tacky will forever be a storyline for her <laughs> Like I feel like one day, one one day, one season, she's gonna pop up out of the blue and be like, "I'm gonna spend the whole season trying to find a stylist." That yes. that's gonna be my storyline. That's gonna be my storyline. <laughs> and, and, and people aren't gonna and people are gonna live for it because that's the worst fucking storyline ever. But because yes. she's built up ten yes. seasons of being this tacky hot ass mess, <laughs> we are gonna think that it's so iconic that Giselle got a stylist. Yes, that we're gonna just love every part of it. <laughs> we are gonna love every bit of it. Every shoe she tries on, every tacky ass, ill-fitted romper that every she tries on, every her, wig that is the same wig. shade of ugly ass Beyonce honey blonde. <laughs> With the thick highlights. <laughs> With the thick highlights and the dark roots. It's just like Giselle. Like girl. Giselle. You have the money. <laughs> You have the money. And then on top of that, part of the reason why I think that she does this shit on purpose is I, and I don't know if this is inappropriate or not. I think she brings her children on the show to read her. Probably. I could see Like, that. I think she just brings her children on, 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 on camera to make fun of her because she knows that we love it. Yeah, I can see it. We love seeing th- them girls read the shit out of her. And, and I think do. that she knows that. <laughs> and I think that she's just like, y'all take y'all moment, but don't go go too damn far now because I'm still your mama <laughs> I love it 100% but yeah. thank you so much babe I'm gonna let, let you go in real life now and we're gonna jump in the DMs at some point work out this segment because I'm dead ass serious like right. I don't just throw stuff like that out just by the wayside I be so serious so I will follow oh up Yes, please. I can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to hop off of the phone. Realtors, thank you guys so much for tuning in and being nosy as hell on our private conversation. Yes. I loved it. <laughs> thank you for being here. I Thanks love so- you guys. Megan, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much. You will oh, be absolutely. back on the show. I will be back. I promise. <laughs> Guys, get used to her because we're going to be diving into all of the iconic and nostalgic moments on Real Housewives. We're going to be going down the yellow brick road, if you will. Yeah. And get ready because I'm ready to have those conversations. That's I'm so excited. So much fun. Can't wait. That's what I live for. <laughs>
So I appreciate it one more time. Thank you so much again. And enjoy the rest of your night. You too. Tell the family that I said hi. Send I all my love. Yeah, I will absolutely. talk to you soon. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, babe. Thank you for having me. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, everybody, that was my conversation with Megan from Real Housewives Insta. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we did, because I feel like we had an amazing time. We even came up with an entirely new segment for the show. And you know what? Coming back around and thinking about this, I think I've come up with a good name for it. HCU History. So simple, right? But anyway... Let me know what you guys thought about the episode. Let me know what you guys think about the new segment that we're going to be doing surrounding the history that's happened within the Housewives Cinematic Universe and how we're going to bring that to to the show and talk about all the nostalgia that surrounds the franchise and all of those things. Make sure you guys follow Megan on Instagram at realhousewives underscore insta and make sure you guys check out her husband's podcast, For Too Many. Um, I'm definitely going to check that out and see how that goes and see what I like about it. I'm not really a sports nista, but I do... But I did used to be the girl in school who had all the guy friends. Mind you, this this was pre-transition. So, like, I was literally that meme of when you gay as fuck but the hood fuck with you. And it's that character from Adventure Time with, like, all the thugs and the gangbangers. I was the character from Adventure Time, right? So maybe I'll relate to something in her husband's podcast. We'll see how that goes. But we're also going to work for... Megan's tagline next time we get her on the pod as well because I can't wait to see what she comes up with but maybe she'll have well who knows anyway I'm gonna go because I completely forgot my train of thought in the middle of me saying what I was about to say so maybe that's a sign that I need to go ahead and just let this episode be great and going on about my business so with that being said thank you guys so much for being here if you like the episode leave me a five-star rating subscribe hit the notification bell share the show do all of the thank the thank the thank the things I appreciate every single one of you from the bottom of my green heart emoji don't forget be blessed be true be you all of that other things and make sure you read all right love you bye peace